are recording now. Sick. Yo, so like I was saying, um, I've always been kind of involved, Ooh. but never, never really dipped my toes in fully until I actually started working in this because. Oh, you're talking about the uh, the blue collar, oh, like the blue a tie, collar. like a swag. Okay. So, yeah. for example, like working with like the linemen and stuff, like the linemen have like a certain swag, dude. Long beards, tatted to the gills. 501s. Yeah. No, 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 dude. It's it's the Carhartt. Oh, they got the, the Carhartt. The, like the, heavy dude, duty. Carhartt runs hard, bro. Like canvas. Yeah. Like. Okay, dude. when did Carhartt take over? Because I feel like it was Dickies first for a while. It was, yeah, it yeah. was, it was. But Carhartt just like, as of right now, because especially Carhartt has like a contemporary line as well. Mm-hmm. Carhartt Whip, work in progress. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they do collabs with like Supreme and Bathe and Ape and all that. Like that Nice cut. Stuff. It's not all boxy. It's like. It is still. It's still oh, yeah. because that's what's in right now. Like that oh, Billie yeah, Eilish yeah, yeah. look. The you remember? You know what I'm into? The the you don't show the figure of the girl. You just see yeah the gear right mm. yeah um, okay. So working with linemen's, let me tell you a little story about and a little. <laughs> so I have this an ex employee who's uh-huh. no longer with us, and because. The Lymans have such a typical style that, like, you can identify them. It's like, okay, that's that's clearly a lineman. Yeah, he's the one in charge right now. He's go. He's at a job site like down the street, like on Adams, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's at the manhole. They open it up and they're pumping. They're seeing what kind of chemicals are in there, and this bur- this big burly, you know, like white guy, you know, again, like I said, tatted up to the gills, right? Like hands in his like like zip up carhartt hoodie just all stocky and you know his beard's hanging and it's all knotted and he's just standing there so like that like that yeah yeah just not knotted Uh and he's wearing those those sunglasses that you usually see like baseball players wear you know like those like fishing ones yeah wrap around yes the oakley's yes those are nice um, those are very nice and and so my old employee is like he's pumping he's looking over he wants to make a good impression he's like so and he's calling him like hey so how's it look, boss? Like, we doing a good job? Like, and he's like, yeah, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. And he's like, all right, yeah, you let me know when to pull out and we can get this ball rolling. And he goes, yeah, you know what? Yeah, it looks pretty good. Let me go get my paddle. He was one of the traffic control guys, dude. <laughs> so stupid. And everybody thought he was the boss. Yeah, yeah, because he had like that the swag. swag yeah. that, the, he had every little, wow. the all the outfit complete, the beard, the te- everything, dude. Even like the he can't be a poser, dude. He can't wear yeah, the yeah. Even yeah. even the 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 rubber rings that that oh, most yeah. blue collar yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. wear now. A yeah. lot of guys that I train with wear those as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah me too. At the judo school. Yeah, it's um, it's either black or wood. Yeah, I guess like if you the wood ones are nice. If you kind of care about your appearance at work, you kind of look good, show up, work good, kind of mm-hmm. thing. You know, some cats. I know that when I started working at this at this. Mm-hmm. kind of body shop paint shop that i work at i was like oh well i guess i'm just gonna get like some painter's clothes and i was yeah. like well like i'm not painting houses so i'm not gonna wear like white show yeah, up yeah, everybody yeah. else is wearing like t-shirts with dickies and right. like some guys aren't even wearing steel toe boots they're just wearing yeah, yeah. like tri- trainers or something mm-hmm. i'm all that's kind of weird like, <laughs> i'm used to seeing blue collar in the imperial valley with people wearing like a Dickies flannel with mm. 501 jeans and Red Wings. Like. Yeah. Oh, that's true. The Red Wings. Red, are they were, you know? Dude, there's a Red Wing shop 
near my office where the Best Buy is. And hipsters are wearing Red Wings. Yeah, nowadays. I was literally about to bring that up because when I went there, because I give once my employees. So I just bought a pair, actually. Every every year, I give my employees free, uh, boots, like new boots. Yeah. And usually they want Red Wings because it's the closest one. Ron, what what time of the year you do that? No, no. When when they when they last completed completed a year. Okay, so so based their on anniversary. Their employment. Yeah, okay. their employment anniversary. I give them new boots. And Damn. yeah, so it's we go to Red Wing because it's closer. They don't want to go to Boot Barn because it's too far. But even though Boot Barn has the best better selection, fuck, yeah, fucking boots, yeah. And I went in there, and I only saw Bones. hipsters, dude. Like kids that you know why? Because of this. Because these guys. Mm-hmm. See yeah. that? These guys. These mm-hmm. these are, these are guys that have never done a lick of work in their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check this out. That's influencing. Uh huh. Excuse me. As you eat. That's the influencing the blue collar workers now because you see those guys out in the field. Oh, now they're styling with skinny, skinny jeans. jeans. Yes. And they're they're cracking on. They're like, "What's up with those jeans, bro? You going mm-hmm. to a nightclub or what?" They're just like, "Well, they're just jeans." They're like, they're so, jeans. so there's been there's this like little so feedback loop so that now. employee that I was telling you guys before we started recording the yeah. one. By the, by the way, by the way. We started recording. We didn't even discuss. This is the Morning Drinkers podcast. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is the this Morning, is Drinkers, the morning podcast Drinkers podcast featuring Omar today because Diego can't make it. Uh, we Omar and I are actually sober this month. So, so I'm drinking for it. It's really, yeah, it's the Oliver Drinking yeah. podcast. Anyway, continue. Um, yeah, so he, he, like I said, he's got that swag. <clears throat> Fucking wears the beanie to the side, you know, mm-hmm. like has like that tough mug, you mm-hmm. know. Um but he he wears skinny jeans, or they're like cuffed at the ankle, like uh, t- like tapered it. at the ankle and Bro. a little wider around the waist, so like he can still kind of sag them a bit. Yeah, that's look at this the cuffed look. That I, that's exactly yeah. what that's your look, by the way. I like that though, because <laughs> I because I have I wear weird socks and I usually do it to show off the socks. Okay, right. So you cuff high. Mm-hmm. You cuff high. I'm not gonna lie, these are nice looking boots. These are good looking boots. I'm not gonna rock these. Go to the Carhartt website. I'm a little, I, I'm a little disturbed by the boots that have like that that booty shape in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like when. They oh, hug, right here, right here. When they hug the ankle so much. Oh, okay. It's I like, like those that don't have a heel. Yeah, I like. First of all, zero drop, mm-hmm. flat, flat. Yeah, that's yeah. the way to go. Although I do have a heel on my Clark. If there was, yeah. See, I own like so many Clark. You do too. Yeah. But I so got away from it, dude. Carhartt Whip did a collab with Clark's. Look that up. Pull that up, Brian. Okay. Brian Repeck, you are going to love these because they have the... Carhartt is two R's? It's two Carhartt, T's. Carhartt Boots. Clark's. Is this it? Look at those. Which the, ones? The Wallabies. Yes. Wallabies? Yes. Oh. See, now those are cherry. But, but see, I'm not, I'm not into this color. That's well, the, they have different colors. Okay. Uh, I like the olive ones, to be honest, because you know me. Okay. Those are slick, though. Yes, they're clean paper. You definitely can't use those to work in. Them. No, no that's, but those are, that's clearly style. That's swag. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's Jamaica right there. That's Jamaican swag. Hey. Really? But then again, like remember in the 90s, Nas used to always like... Right, wa- but, but like, see, New York, New York's a boot. Wallabies, that's, dude. That's a Guess boot jeans city. and wallabies. Jamaica, bro, Jamaica, Jamaica Queens, yeah, man. Jamaica Queens, yeah. right you know? That's Boot City right there. Yeah, Carhartts are nice. You know, I've been looking at the... Um, but it's all brand because the material ain't that great. Right. Well, the, the new Clarks are made here, right? They're not... Or they're, wanna, no, they're actually manufactured. No, I thought they are British. If you want one of the ma- good labor OGs brands... OGs are 
Yeah, British. Yeah. Area. But now they have. Area. That's a good fucking blue collar brand. Look that up, Brian. On area, like area. Like, a R I A T. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know that brand. Yes, sir. Area. Mm. Dude, these these are these are the clean Eastwoods, bro. These mm. are the clean Eastwoods right here. If you have those like slip on boots with mm-hmm. the square toe on them, yeah. Dude, Adrian's got those steel toes. Dude, these are whole another level, man. Dude, look at this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a real man's boot. So check this out, man. I have one employee who like lives out in Campo. Wait, hold on, hold on. Go go down on the left, right there, with the with the digital camo and the flag. No, no, that's wait, that's wait. Diego's. That's Diego this, right that's, there, dude. That's called the Sport Patriot. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that stormed oh, the Capitol, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Only dude, that one. Okay. Got to <laughs> So that, so Let's get to the capital real quick. Let's touch that. I want. I want to talk about that. I really want to talk about that. Um, how do you feel? What do you think? Uh, anything changes from that? Like, do you think there's going to be any new laws implemented regarding that? Obviously, Trump was banned from all social media platforms. Yeah, he's still. He's back on though. How, what do you mean he's back on? He's, he tweeted the next day. It was no, only twelve it, hours. No, 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 no. He's, no, he's, no, he's permanently banned. Indefinite. In depth, like it said, permanently banned. Look up the latest tweet, bro. I will look it up right now. Look up the li- Brian Repek. You will not believe that this latest. Tweet- I like. I like how you so, first so and last name. That same day. That same day, they went. Ooh. I like that. <laughs> I'm into that too. Wow, Donald Trump. You know what is weird? Oh wait, can't you know- find it. Done, oh. son. He's done. Hundred percent. Done. Hundred percent. You know what? I, I take it back. I. Could have sworn that he no, tweeted. I, I saw it was because indefinite. there was a tweet as a they response censored of the, the president of the United States. So, so that's what I want to. The get leader into. of the free world is Got censored. So, so that brings but forth free the, world. The um, the debate was foreshadowing that how they had to mute yeah. his mic. Well, they wanted to mute his mic, and then yeah, I think they did in the in the second in one. the second debate. Yeah, so. So there's there's two sides of this. Some people are like, oh, that's direct censorship. You can't do that. That violates the First Amendment, blah, blah, blah. However, it is a privately owned company. Mm-hmm. And they can't... He's technically not censored. They're just saying like, hey, we don't want anything to do with it. Exactly. So... And this happens that all these social media companies, the collective, are doing the same thing. They're doing the same thing because they are definitely more left-leaning, for sure. Yeah, which But there is, could be there could be some big tech like, right wing company yeah, that can like, fucking start their own like shit. Like I love want. that Tim I love that um Tim Pool podcast on JRE mm. when he, they had the, the Twitter execs on there and yeah. he was like combating them like right. it's clearly like left leaning like, Yeah. say what which, you want which 100% clearly, it is yeah, left leaning. And it it kind of sucks that we have to cater to everyone cuz at the end of the day we're as slow as we are as fast as our slowest person as, right. as a nation. But goddamn, dude! These like, people can everyone are, just these people are very, very slow. Yo, that's the video when they They're pulled down the cop sport. and killed him. That's when they stomped them out. They stomped yeah. someone right here. That's the cop that that's died. That's like a cop, dude. That's I, don't, I don't see a cop. They, they bashed his head with the fire extinguisher, and or they something, just right? kept going out, dude. They just saw red. Look, look at this, Camp Auschwitz. There was a Confederate flag. So I was having a conversation with a friend, and she she messaged. Oh, me. there's a beautiful meme about this that picture, and it's Dennis Reynolds saying like, "I need zip ties, oh duct tape. I need so my funny. tools." Oh no. So uh, yeah, this one, uh, my friend, she she messaged me, um, you know, kind of like discussing this a little bit briefly, and I actually was saying, you know, I don't want to, I don't want this to be just overly about like a racist. Uh, narrative just because i feel like that infiltrates every media out, outlet all the time that's what's up. 
that exactly that's what sells but what i was what i was saying was that um honestly anyone that's in the capitol building with a fucking confederate flag should be shot dead anyway yeah not that's a that's a traitor can can we that's a traitor like that can we talk about how they found bombs and they're not even blowing it up as much as i expected well like i said how do we know though there was IEDs. They showed. They even showed pictures. Yeah, of they showed some pipe bombs. And and they even said that they had to. Uh, I call it. Uh, make it explode contained. Sick. That's I love dope. when they do that. They put like the. They bring like the caterpillar over and mm. they put the shield on it, the shovel on it. And yeah. Just That's dope. That's dope. So I didn't see those videos. There oh. is a Twitter, not a Twitter. I'm sorry, a Instagram page that I think you would really enjoy, and it's called. OSHA, is this okay? Oh my God, I've seen OSHA? it. I've seen it. Like, OSHA like is Cal like, OSHA. The, like safety. the safety guideline for okay, yeah, yeah. all like laborers, like heavy machinery. And OSHA all. like oh. that? Oh, oh yeah. No, with an, with an S. OSHA, are you, is are you, this safe? Are, yeah. you, are you marrying this like the whole time? Because... <laughs> yeah. Bro, well, were, the thing is, honestly, this is the type of shit Tom Segura would love, dude. Yeah. Well, if he oh, loves dude, that so video, bad. that guy getting crushed by the car. In so the which garage. one? Which one am I clicking on here? Click oh. any of them. They're all great. They're well. I want to. Of course, I'm clicking this one. Go for that I'm one clicking first. this one because I just want to see this graphic content here. It's clearly Russian. Perfect. Oh man. Oh no. All right. So what we're saying? Oh, look this how guy, this is. guy lit a fucking fire in the elevator. <laughs> And he's in the elevator. He's burning on fire. himself he's, up. Yeah, he's fucked. Oh my god! See, what is he doing? We laugh at this, right? Well, I laugh at the stupidity, stupidity. almost because you can't time. fix stupid. I mean, you could try to educate it, but that's just a decision. The and I'm taking that from Ron White. I, I'm going to give him credit because this guy's taking off that jacket. Yep. Yeah. yeah oh, he's take had, him he's stomp, stomp, drop, and roll. Stomp. He's that trying to shit. stomp it out. Yeah. What's on his head? I don't know. Wow. Uh, click another one. Yeah, that, that one's more. That wasn't, stupidity. That wasn't too great. That, that one looks like it's more work based. Yeah, oh my ca- under the car. Here, don't worry about it. I'll get it. No. Oh, dude, that's that, when the see. That's fucking, fucked. He was trying to dig that. Dig that that's thing no. That's when the fucking they didn't put the fucking jack underneath the sturdiest place of the mm-hmm. vehicle. They probably put it on like the fender, mm-hmm. and it just fell on him like a fucking Oof. mama Luke. Dude, this poor guy. I mean, it's obviously it, it's also mud. It could be, yeah, it could just be that. Probably some cheap little jack. Yeah, mm-hmm. on some. He's got, he's got like a hundred dollar, hundred dollar, hundred dollar Dewalt. Uh, yeah. You know, impact drill. Okay, like, now that you're into this, you're looking into power tools and everything. What brand are you grabbing? So you're into I'm doing Dewalt, dude. I like. No, Dewalt. fuck that, dude. You I'm not. Listen, start listen, with Real on, and then you on. graduate to Milwaukee's. Bro, oh no, no, What are tools? So check check it out. Yeah, I did. I did the real B. I did all the the husky. I I went through all of Milwaukee's, them. Milwaukee's, bro. Milwaukee is great, but it's just too expensive for my blood. So yeah. Dewalt is where I'm at right now. Just for and, the home repair, it's too much. Yeah, for like home you're repairs. If you're buying Milwaukee's, if I'm buying Milwaukee's, then I better be out on the field every day with a tool toolbox and yeah, <laughs> toolbox on my truck and all that. They sell tactical vests. Of course they do. That are for daily or not daily for blue collar folks. So it's instead of like a gun, it's for the the for, drill or something. Drill, oh dude. my god, dude, that's ridiculous. Because they want to look like operators, you know, like mm-hmm. so when they go into mm-hmm. work. Before, they, before everybody, we, just, everybody just wants to look cool. Before mm-hmm. we tangent it off, we've already gone through so many tangents. Yeah, was, we literally t- barely touched mm-hmm. on the capital thing. I yeah. said one thing, and then no, we're gonna. And we're gonna, we were supposed we're to talk about. 
Coors Banquet. Coors Banquet, <laughs> yes. So we'll bring it back. We'll bring my, it back. Around. I have an employee who's a straight trust up, me. Those guys that rated it, they drink a Coors yeah. Banquet. Oh, yeah. too. I have an employee who's a straight up cowboy. Lives in Campbell. Like when he says, "Like, hey, I'm busy this weekend because I'm gonna be like shaving sheep." Like he, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Like he's a fucking cowboy. Only wears like a ten fucking gallon hat. Mm, that's a big hat. Yeah, and he, his. I'm sorry. He got a gift from his dad or. It, I don't know. It turns out he just shows up with a cowboy hat, hard hat. Oh, yeah. I've seen him. I thought it was a joke, but... That's a legit I thing. I Googled it, I'm and Googling they mass right him, dude. Cowboy hard hat? Yeah. Cowboy. And can we ask Cal OSHA if that is... And it's OSHA approved. <laughs> OSHA approved. It's <laughs> OSHA approved, dude. That is so great. God damn. Look at that look at shit. These. Dude, the orange Dude, no, one. No, look at the fire. No, no, no. no, no that's no. kind of how they look. Yeah, anyway. yeah, that's yeah. already. No, but look at the orange. Look at the guy down on the bottom. Look at him. Look that, at, click on that picture. My favorite. Yeah, that this guy's guy, a contractor. Look at him. He's, guy, he's actually the foreman. He's a general foreman. Dude, he is the foreman for yeah, sure. I've been doing this job for about 35 look at, years. Look at this guy, though. Oh, what happened? What happened? This guy's like going on safari. Ah, uh, there it is. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if that one's OSHA approved. I like those hats. Those are pretty he's cool. He's killing it, though. Khaki pith hat. What's wrong with him, though? Oh, he's for sure molesting children on that safari. This guy's molesting molesting animals. When it comes to hats, and you two are definitely hat folk. Yeah, you are too. Stop. I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting. I I was a hat guy. I was a hat guy. Like baseball caps. That's different. I was baseball cap too. You, you, I don't know if you were up to my level though. I have a, like special duffel bags and shit. Uh, Yeah, I didn't care that much about them. But yeah, point is, but like fedoras and shit. Yeah. Um, the mushroom guy that was on JRE has oh, yeah. a mushroom hat. Yeah, I want that. Yeah. Armado hats, I think they're called. Paul, sure. Paul Stamlets. Paul Stamlets yes. is shit. I want to know how that feels. Mm. I'm sure it's kind of like a leathery. Bring what? Bring your hand over here. What? I'll show you with that hat. <laughs> 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 Ew, uh, you gross. Off camera. <laughs> off camera. Which, <sighs> it's, I'm assuming... Foreskinish, if that's what you're. Well, implying, that's that was the that was the joke he was implying. Yeah. I, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I could just pet your dog instead. You could. You yeah, could. yeah. Um, for the people that don't know, that don't know, uh, Omar has two dogs that resemble foreskin. Yeah. Two walking nutsacks, naked on four little legs. Well, I, I I'm gonna have to take your word for it because as a circumcised individual, I've never felt an actual uh, yeah. foreskin. Same as, so, as same. Yeah. So whip it out. Let's see what you're wearing. Yeah. So what is it? Is it rocket versus torpedo? Is that what it's called? I have no idea. Mm. But which uh, one's a rocket? Which one's a torpedo? I'm assuming the rocket's the circumcised. Oh, because the red rocket's already showing. Yeah. I don't know. The torpedo just. I just feel seems like, like it just feels like it's unsheathed. Like that's what it feels like. Like when I think rocket, I yeah, think yeah. Like something. I feel like I have what you have. But then I also have a sheath, he has for, a sheath it. for it, and you guys just walk around with the blade with yeah. no sheath. What? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what, what it is. Wait, what does Bert Kreischer say about the shotgun? What he it? was like, I wanted the uncircumcised one, the one I could pump. He <laughs> 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 <You laughs> fucking would. He fucking would. Oh guy. my god, he's crazy. See, now that is a comedian that I. Have, I, I'm more fond of podcast-wise, but stand-up special, like, there's only certain jokes, not the entire one kills for me. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my experience oh, yeah, today with gonna... Uber Eats, bro. Oh yeah, I saw your story. Let me tell you something. I and, oh, I think all right, I've I was, had Uber Eats for, for years since it since it came out. Yeah. Within the last year, they've probably I've probably ordered for them from them like seven times. So you're like a platinum member. I should be. Oh. I was actually like paying the subscription for it and all that. A subscription oh, for, for the like free to, to get like free deliveries yeah, and yeah. stuff like My that. What is that. what is? It's like a rewards program. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like it's like what like five After deliveries every, and you get a free yeah, one or something. Much. Like a stamp card kind of a deal. So, I've never used Uber Eats. So five times. Don't don't ever use it. Yeah. Well, based on don't your story, yeah. I use it. Five times. Never used it in the last year. Out of like seven times, they've blown it completely. Like, item arrives damaged or missing items. But what happened was the first time I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna report it. Whatever. Right. Didn't come with the soda or something. I don't know. And then the second time, this lady came and I was like, hey, did you get the iced tea with it? And she's like, oh, you know what? No. But when you go on there, say that your whole order was messed up and they'll refund you for the whole thing. So I was like, hmm. So I did it, got a refund. Free meal, bam, bitch, and I was just basically doing the same pizza joint every time. Yeah, yeah, that's when you got an extra pizza. Remember? And one yeah. time, called it in. They sent me two. Charged me for two. Refunded me. I got two pizzas. I gave one of them away. Yeah. Well, then, so I have. I've had a few of these. These issues. don't sound that bad. No, yeah, it sounds yeah. like we're, you're getting we're, free. We're, 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 like, okay. Well, I'm, I'm like making. I'm giving you you're, the you're best You're building ones. it up. Okay. You're building yeah, it up. Okay. Okay. Build it up. A few times it's like wrong order shows up mm-hmm. or, you know, order takes an hour and a half and I'm calling because they give you a phone number to call mm-hmm. and I'm calling and the driver's not answering and I see on the GPS that the driver's in National City yeah. sitting in a parking lot, sitting in a parking lot. And I go, what the, f-? you know, so then I'm calling, calling. And finally, I get a call back from a lady and she's like, oh, I'm outside. I'm like. No, you're not. I'm looking at the GPS. She's like, no, I'm outside. And I look. They're across the street. Mm-hmm. They're not in the car. They're supposed to be in. Like, there's some weird shit going on. Well, there's just no regulation for that, I bet. That's and, what's happening. And yeah. what happened after, like, the fourth complaint and, like, full refund. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That, hap- that whole issue happened. And I reached out and I did the whole process again. And they sent me a message back that said, Oh, you've reached your your limit of complaints. Wow. We can't refund you. Mm. And my food wasn't coming. You know, yeah. like and I was all Well, maybe t- well, they took it as like a boy cried wolf situation. Right. And so they were they were kind of they did that to me. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this Uber right. Eats mm-hmm. shit, you know? And then I'm not using it anymore. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple months go by and then I was like, oh, too lazy to go out. So get some <laughs> Uber Eats. Well, today. Before opening the app up, I'm like, which one? Which one don't I like? I think it's Uber Eats. All right, whatever. Oh, Let's so use. you is so is it only Uber Eats or is it DoorDash? It's only Post- Uber Eats. Okay. Now, I order using Uber Eats because they're the only ones that have this good rex- Mexican restaurant that I go to. Mm-hmm. And you want to give it a order, shout out? Simple Lomas Cafe, pretty good. Oh, and Chula Vista off a third. But anyways, um, they, I order really simple. Like, no extra appetizers, no drinks, nothing. Just two entrees. Well, here comes my order. It looks like it's coming early. I'm watching it. I'm working right there in my studio. And then I see the car on the GPS on the street over one block from mine driving up and down. And the minutes are going by. I'm like, maybe she's doing other deliveries. Does it charge you for the delivery time? No. So she's not racking minutes. No, but if if she's lost, she's supposed to reach out. When she arrives, she's supposed to reach out. Exactly. Well... 
I go outside. She's not coming. I come back inside. I look at my phone, and it says, enjoy. No. And I'm all, enjoy what? So I go, and I look. She dropped my food off at the wrong spot. It happens a lot, though. So check it out. Right, but that's what? not cool. It's not. It's not. I'm not. I pay for yeah. delivery to my house. Yeah, yeah. Right, and so I reach out. I I reach out through the through the app to try and speak to them directly. Say, mm-hmm. hey, that's the wrong spot. Can you bring into my house? I'm on this street. Call goes to her voicemail. Call again goes to her voicemail. Call again, and I have to call Uber. Uber connects me to the driver. I don't have her phone number. Yeah, exactly. Dude, just go get your food. Next Wait, hold <laughs> like on. I'm already like oh, fuck this. Yeah, I'm pissed, dude. I'm pissed. Yeah. And so call again, clicks on me. Whoa. So oh, so they knew. Yeah, they, they fucked knew. You over, dude. They so knew. then I went. You I, got bamboozled. I, I filled out the form again. I was like, my order hasn't arrived. It was dropped off at the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Well, Uber Eats just refunds me. And I'm like, I've been sitting around waiting I'm still for hungry. this food. I'm yeah. still hungry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not paying you to cook the food. Yeah. I'm just paying for the food to, do to your get fucking service. to yeah. my fucking house. And it's expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard I've heard for they like they charge, dude. They charge yeah, I heard you it's a, four or five bucks and sometimes. They, and they don't let you That's actually finish your transaction money. without tipping. Really? You have to you tip. You have to tip them. Now, now, yeah. You can't even close that the is, app. That is very true, yeah. So yeah. you still, on Unlike, top of this, like wait, 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 wait. So they you, do tip you, after it you, has you, arrived. You close the app, and when next time you open the app, it's still asking you how much you want to tip that person. Right, right. But and not saying that you're not the person that doesn't tip. Wait, I wait, do. Wait, wait. Yeah, exactly. We know you do. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me raise my hand here. Brian, so, you can go. So she dropped your food off at another place. She took a picture of it. And you still have to tip her for dropping out, for you to go. yes. Hell no. So she hold on. It. So okay, <laughs> okay, so hold on. So she dropped it off, took a picture of it because that's what they're supposed to do. Right. Bounces. So I try calling, the calls don't go through. They after like putting in all these complaints, they refund me my money. So I'm like, fuck them. That's not enough. You know, yeah, like yeah. they do this you shit need to to paint every <laughs> fucking time. Yeah. And so I get in my truck, <laughs> all ass, and I find the house. And there's no food outside. Oh, no, someone so just posed it and took it. I'm bro. like, so it's COVID, and I gotta go knock on somebody's door to ask yeah. them for my food now. Or? What if they what if they dropped it off like at a homie's place? Well, like, check that's this their out. Spot. Check it out. I go. Fuck it. I get out. Yeah. Hey, hey. Knocking on the door. Older man comes out and he's like, "Oh, how can I help you?" I was like, "Hey, my food got dropped off here earlier." And he's like, oh, okay, it's all in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Here you go. Brings me the food. It's all wrapped up still. Mm-hmm. They didn't touch it. Nothing. Okay." Well, nice guy then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they give it to me. And they're like, Still I thought though. it was. I thought it was funny that that the receipt doesn't even have an address on it. So do you That's think it's a? So do you think it's a, though, But it, do you think it's a fuck up on the restaurant then? I, it could. It okay. could be on the restaurant, but it's. People it's are, her fault for not reaching out. People still. are yes. not reaching out yeah. to me, yeah. and also we were not doing their job. They're looking at GPS. Yeah, which still sucks. And yeah. GPS sucks. And then on top of that, Uber has zero customer service, like personal customer right. service. Exactly. It's yeah. all a chat. It goes through a chat, whatever. So so check it out. I got my money back. I went and I found the food. I brought it back. Then I'm eating my food. And a car pulls up in front of my house. A lady gets out. I have the gate closed. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. Go open the door. Go out there. I'm like, how can I help you? And she's just all... I'm so sorry. I just saw the messages from Uber. I left it at the wrong spot. The Uber <laughs> app keeps sending me to wrong places. But it's like, no, you don't know how to read 
directions. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you're on the wrong so you street. Have, you went if off you have person? the address, I feel you know the street. Look, right, but I wanted yeah. to go off. And I see I don't see you guys going off, but, but yeah. I was already Damn. eating and I and you know, I'm for the people. Mm-hmm. Damn. I'm for the people. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Like incompetent as she is. Mm-hmm. And for the people, she's like, I'm going to bring you something. What do you want? Any restaurant, I'm going to get you something. I'm going to bring you, I owe you one. And I go, no, nah, you don't owe me nothing. Just, you know, it's all good. Whatever. Just so give, Just give me my money back. <laughs> so you're still against Uber? Where's Hold the on. story going? Hold on. Wait, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. After that, Uber sends me a, a text message. Mm-hmm. It says, hi, Omar. Thanks for reaching out. Happy to help with this issue. Yeah, to right. better assist you, can you please provide some additional information about the difficulty you're facing? Nope. I just wrote this long message. Nope. And we look forward to hearing from you. And I put yes. <laughs> Thanks I'm for reaching you, it's out. A, it's an automated. It's an automated it's now an automated it's a different channel. person. Right. This is so-and-so from Priority Support Team. We're sorry to hear you did not receive your order. I checked the issue. From our end, I confirmed that we've su- successfully refunded you your entire amount. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. $30, dollars Did you? $30. Did you ever see What did like, you order? Hey, I have a history with you, Two entrees. Uh, from, en- from Enchiladas the uh-huh. and Huevo Ranchero. Look at these Uber Eats reviews. One star rating out of 19,780 19, reviews. Check it out. <laughs> I never assured, used it. I mean, they fucked up my orders a handful of times, but rest assured that this should reflect in your account within three to five business days. So I paid you today, and you can't <sighs> give me my money back. Jesus Christ! Alfred. For another three to five, I don't care. It's just right. I feel like I have to get personal with these motherfuckers. Yeah, because they're fucking with my life. Yo, so Hungry. but see, here's the thing. I know you're saying you're for the people. Do you think some of these people, though, are also just people that would suck at any job anyway? Like incompetent in general. They're just, yeah, these are the people that are like, the they're very lazy. And on top of that, they're all, this is, this is an easy job. I can get the away entitled. with some shit. Yeah. The entitled. Sure, entitled, whatever, whatever. And so she's like, I, I could do this job. And she still can't do this job. I'll tell you what, that might be it. But I think that these people are working their ass off. And they have Uber open, they got Lyft open, they yeah. got Postmates. It could they be got, that. It is it true, because a lot of them are running different apps. They're running all those apps. They have like two phones, Sorry. and they're fucking up left and right. Can right. I? Can I? And uh, at the end of the fucking year, they're the ones that the have taxes. some some unions go, going yeah. after our tax money <laughs> yeah. to give them a fucking raise. Are you this, kidding me? This was a Yo. delivery driver stole my food. Oh. <laughs> Which is common. It's common. So I, I didn't want to say, I'm not going to use names, but I have a re, one of my really, really close homies. His brother, his little brother does Uber, Uber Eats and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. He tells me, dude, like. He steals the food. He's like, if it's something that I've been craving, I'm going to take a bite. Like, Dude, I've heard, I've heard many of those stories. Dude, like. I've heard many stories like that. I, That's crazy. Hey, what bag you, fries? You get, a, you get a bag with no fries in the bottom? You're all. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, so another thing that he has mentioned is the fact that because they can use the GPS malfunction that they will deliver to a wrong address and bamboozle the They're probably delivering it to their homies, like I said. In this case, it was I don't think the old man was a homie, but No, I mean there's I'm pretty sure they have their ways to do their tricks and schemes, but at the end of the day it's happening. I gotta tell you, the lady was like she was like your big prima, uh, wearing like a gold yeah, chain, yeah. and like that has, has her name on it. Cor- I'm not Cortez's I'm, her first name on it. Cortez's. Let me, let me tell you yeah. something. And she's like, you. "Oh no, let me know. I got you. Whatever you want." Ponytail. Yeah. 
Hair pulled back tight. So tight, just moose scalp. with moose. It's just... Yeah, not, yeah moose. It's Aquanet. It's Aquanet. No, no, no. Moose, <laughs> moose. Yo, yo, yo. I wanted, so I wanted to shift the conversation to a little something a little bit more light, still keeping on the subject. Has any Uber or delivery person... I don't do delivery. Has any Uber or delivery person ever broken into conversation with you at picking up the food? Totally. And totally like... <laughs> conversation where you're just like 45 degree angle like, I'm gonna go dude like yeah like want, be like oh, this man. is their only human interaction dude i'm gonna be an uber driver and i'm gonna you do are. this no uber eats look oh, <laughs> look i don't yeah. i don't mind talking to you but it's not, but you're hungry and, yeah. and it's border hanging you're bringing now. my food yeah. yeah because i didn't want to go anywhere right yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I don't want to talk to anybody like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good point i think delivery services are great I love it. It's but just do too expensive. your job and get the fuck out of there. Just don't fucking talk. How far? How? Wait. As a matter of fact, just get robots. Don't, to don't do even it. look fuck at it. me, dude. And that's that's the thing. Drones drop. These people. In. These people are in a dying business anyway. Because eventually, it is going to be drones and all that shit. Fuck Uber. <laughs> that's what I had to say. So I I I order from this weed delivery guy. And does he send you text messages like? Yes. Okay, that's different. Yes. Whoa, whoa, wait, not wait, wait. Not a corporation. Wait. I got it from Weed Maps. But it's not a corporation, though. It's it's like no, a... No, it's like it's an LLC. A, like, okay, I... I, I fucking, have an LLC. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just me. <laughs> but, but it's not like a big business. It's small, yeah, it's small. weed business. Yes, yes, yes. Speaking of LLC, and, I need to go renew that shit. <laughs> and he... It's different. He's got like a fleet of maybe like four or five drivers. Mm-hmm. And I, I usually get the same... <laughs> fleet. Guy, yeah. Fleet, yeah. <laughs> He got some homies yeah, so that got it's cars. A, it's a fucking armada. Yes, five homies right. that have cars. Yeah. So, so it's usually the same, the same guy that delivers my weed. But the, the recently it was a different guy, and that guy just broke into conversation. Like God, as damn. soon as he was rolling down the Hate window to people. hand it out, he already started, dude. And I was just like, damn. "Am I like gonna be the good guy?" Yeah. And like, listen, you know, like all you, you know, like how many like a word do you have in you? To, until you're what like, is he talking damn, about? that's crazy. He was telling me about how, because he, he he gave me my, so he had like the, you know how like weed comes in like the RX, like, like pharmacy yeah, bags? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He had that in a DoorDash bag. Okay, so that's his other side hustle that he was doing. No. No? He said that he stole that bag. Oh, so cops, perfect. when he delivers in the hood, mm. they see the bag first. And that's, that okay. was. That's his, hood smart. That's pretty so intelligent. So when he, so as he was yeah. rolling down the window, he was reaching into his DoorDash bag. And then he was like, yeah, I have this because, and that's when I was like, oh no, I know where this is going. Yeah. He wants to talk. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. You're a talker I and am. you entertain it. I, I, I didn't. If, what did you say? I was just like, oh, word. Like, ah, see, like, like, thank, soon like, as you, thanks. Like, soon as you said word, you, you, you code talked to him. You got, you got to say it as white as possible. Mm. As white as possible. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. Anything, just short, end it there. Okay. Bam. I love that. I'm, lately, I don't even, I don't, when I don't want to talk or converse, I just, mm. Let me. Oh, okay. I, I'm big on the, mm-hmm. Okay. So check yep. this out. Yep. Yeah. I'm. I I order for different weed delivery services. You get free the wealth. promos, but I always <laughs> I always get free shit. See, it's the promo. So and first I, time, I first time. No, no, so so like <laughs> so like 
But I you Chinese I, motherfucker. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this one, this is the one I order from regularly. Yeah. And because I'm a frequent customer, mm-hmm. they give me free shit. So, and I think, and I always thought it's because I'm nice to the drivers. No. No, no, they don't know who you are. They don't know. They know how many deliveries they're doing? Again, they, like, because I usually get the same guy. So, right. like, it's it's almost like a first name like, basis. He, he knows your house. Like, he knows my house. He, know, okay. he knows my gate code by heart. Like, yeah. Like, he, like, and again, it's usually him. So, mm-hmm. we, like, high five, get money, and then I'll say something like, you know, like, See, you're Good a talk- luck out there. You See, know? you're a talker. How's the family? No, I never say. <laughs> like, I, I don't say shit like that. Yeah. I just say like, hey man, like, yeah. I'll give them a good tip. Right. I'll give them a good tip and be like, hey, well, stay that, safe. Well, out that's there. why. That's also if you're tipping them well. That's also why he's gonna be more inclined to be like, hey, you know, shoot mm. the shit. Like, he, he knows. Can, he knows. He's gonna if try to find you up client, even more. He's like, oh, this guy gives good tips. Yeah. Mm. Hey, where are we going? He looks at the list of the. Of the oh, I'm doing this one. I got this one because he knows you give good tips. Yeah. But that's that's okay. But again, they be they become I, like loyal to you. you yeah. Know? Right, right. So like I've had the guy be like, hey man, I had a list and I saw yours, so I'm gonna go to yours first. And like and he'll like give me like a, a little free thing or something. Right. Right. He roll. gave me the edible. Oh that the- like that made like Kobe Bryant's helicopter pilot. Oh god! I saw that on Reddit, by the way. I gotta that's give credit. So yeah. bad. I gotta give credit to that. That's, I hate you for that. That's almost like a year ago. Hey, now. Yeah, I hate you for that, dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the no, like, hey, Reddit has good jokes, dude. Reddit's great. I love Reddit. I still don't know uh, what a Reddit is. I have the app now, but the only thing you. I've ever seen was like the nudies Yoga that pants. you guys send me. Oh, yeah. yeah, that too. Yeah, Reddit is so old that I feel like they never changed their layout. So it's so weird. You can actually choose the 90s layout. Oh, yeah, Jesus yeah, you Christ. can actually opt for it. I'm not going to do that though. I haven't even logged in. I'm not going to log in right now. Don't log in. Cuz you don't, yeah, need, you don't, you don't wanna, need to see. Yeah, no. First of all, oh, that's that's wholesome. Reddit that's is Reddit is one of those puppies, things that you don't good. share your username. Right. You want to keep it somewhat anonymous. Right. Um so f- the phrase storm the capital was used 100,000 times leading up to the, the month. Mall. But if you watched Alex Jones at all, it was probably him because he said that shit like every five hey, fucking minutes. I'm not minutes. gonna lie, yeah. Alex Jones, like The Simpsons, has predicted a lot of shit. Dude, he has, so, <laughs> which is scary. It's okay, fucking well, here's scary. the thing. Here's the thing. He much like, like Simpsons, much like anybody actually, like tossing Nostradamus. Anybody who's predicting shit, they are very inaccurate. You're bound to land on something. Obviously, it's very vague, general shit. Right, but the fact that but he did towards- the fact that he has landed on some things, done some digging, found the documents to prove it, is very uh, is very telling. And I'm not a super conspiracy theorist, but, but you died, cer- well, yeah, it's entertaining. It's you too, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sir, but <laughs> going back to when I, when I brought up the whole storming of the Capitol and everything that happened, uh, and and it not being a race thing but also it is obviously, was the fact that they let it happen. And I feel like no one's there, really addressing... There who, are videos of Capitol Police literally opening the them. gates and the guy going, come on in, guys, let's go Dude, for it. Dude, they like, let it happen and no one's asking why they let it happen. Like the bombs, ladies and gentlemen. They're look just the saying, they're literally just saying, they're too. literally just saying like, oh, this is how corrupt it is. Everybody's racist. They're letting these racist people... To me, that's an oversimplification of it. I don't think that's what it is. I think those cops were overwhelmed. They saw and they're like, oh, because those yeah. guys wake up and they're in D.C. There's protests yeah. every day. It's like DC, Mexico City. DC's ghetto so, as, fuck too. as a person that has worked in a federal building before, there was a lot of times where I said, this is a federal building. There should be more fucking security here. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I feel like people get too comfortable in their setting where they assume that the society around them just kind of like civil, civil for yeah. lack of a better phrase, and just be like they're they're like they're they know not to come. There in was here. grandmas in the lobby. Yeah, one of them got like her hand held as she was being escorted you know what I'm saying? out. Yeah, I think these cops which has gotten mixed reviews, by the way. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, and there is going to be those mixed reviews. I'm not like a sympathist. You know, or yeah, sympathizer. Yeah, like sorry, down the fucking stairs. Yeah, but, right. But here's here's <laughs> my thing. Here's my thing, bro. If you're if you got hundred cops and there's like you know three thousand people out there that are going, the guys H- in the front line are going. A-wall. They're H- going. We're coming in. You're not yeah. gonna fucking do anything right. about it. They what? had to shoot someone. Who and cares they still if you have in. a gun? That shit ain't right. gonna save you. Yeah. That's gonna make it worse for you in that situation. Right. If you can't de-escalate the situation, which they had, the president gave these guys the order. He, he the threw chief. firewood into the flame, bro. Dude, he was the chief. He well, said, yeah, those were his supporters. He was like, fucking yeah. do it. And dude, Those people weren't going to stop for you, no guns, no bullets. <laughs> they were going to die. Did you hear about there was this one guy there who was Suicide literally Suicide by thinking, police? There was one yeah. guy there that was thinking like he was going to find like the pedophile ring. And like, <laughs> he, like he was there for that. Okay. He was there for that. Can and we, so he goes, wanna, he storms uh, in and realized like he got in there. He's like, oh, I fucked up. I fucked up. And, uh, he, and he's like, I fucked up my bad. And he left. Wow. <laughs> so, and they let him go. Yeah. They let, yeah. So <laughs> can, can we God can we it. also address the fact that there was a lot of that cues? Like a lot of people. Q-Anon. Were, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, which. which it's stupid, but I love that shit. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. I love that shit. As, like, what, where does it go from entertaining conspiracy for comedy to like fueling the fire? Well, it fuels the fire when people take people I, take I things feel like any, way too every serious. share that even if you do it comically, it still ends up advertising. So check this out. I followed Donald Trump on Twitter. Jesus fuck, Brian. I followed him like probably when he first got elected. Just to see what he would say? Yes, he's so fucking entertaining. If you don't take him seriously, He's the best comic the U.S. has to offer. He's fucking yeah. ridiculous. But he's a person that he's you kind of have sure. to take yeah. seriously. Well, you have to take him seriously because he's in this position of power. But the fact of the matter is that, like, they don't take you, the people, seriously. We need yeah, to stop, know, we need to, we need to stop yeah. taking them so seriously. Yeah. And the problem is you have all these people that took, system, so that took him so seriously. So they invaded the Capitol with no actual plan. or they, they, I think they, they thought, if we can do this, then... Trump is going to remain president. Like, right. I don't know what, what their game plan was. And I don't think they did either. I think they thought once they did that, the president will decide and figure things out. But it's like, nah, dude. He has no idea what he's doing. Okay, can we... Can exactly. We, he has no can idea we, what he's can, doing. Wait, first of all, can The we, blind leading the blind. Yeah. Can we shed the light on the fact that I never expected for this to happen in my lifetime? This is shit you read about in history books. Dude, mm-hmm. I watched Idiocracy last night because I saw... What? It ha- what? You never seen Idiocracy? I don't think I have. You didn't see the. You didn't see your story. You didn't see you, my story. Hey, you like my response? Yeah. He posted like the the clip was, of the movie, and he goes, "Name that name movie." That movie and I, I put, saw it. Obviously, I, I didn't know what the fuck it was. Mag- Maga twenty twenty. Yeah, Maga twenty twenty. I was so, like, that's pretty close. Yeah. So, uh, I'm can break it down for me. That's homework for you. you that is, yeah, it. that's just homework. You just gotta watch. It. You know how many movies this motherfucker tells me you need to watch? This one, this I can't you're watch gonna love. Movie. This one, this one, this one was made by the creators of uh, Beavis and Butthead. You're gonna love it. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Mike Judge, King of the Hill. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's it's God great. Damn it, Bobby. Yeah. It, it's 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 great. It's uh it's Bro-pain. not like a hardcore knee slapper of funny, but when you're watching is, it Is it dry humor? If you are stoned, you're gonna love it. Yeah, this you're flick. gonna love it. 
When you, but when you watch it, like this movie came out like what, like twelve years ago, maybe mm-hmm. longer now. When you watch it, you're like, holy shit, they saw this coming down the pipe. Kind of like that fucking bro. Terry Crews is president. Terry Crews is president. Terry Crews is president. And oh, yes, oh, 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 yes, flat, yes, flat ironed hair, blonde. Yeah. No, oh, uh, like light brown. Light yeah, brown, yeah, yeah. I remember because they used to show it on Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I remember clips of it. Yeah, like they were addicted to like a soda or something. Yeah, Brondo. Yeah, and I mentioned Brando. that when. I, I even like referenced okay. that. Okay, this it guy drinks Brondo. This guy, yeah, this guy, no, this guy feeds his plants Brondo. All you had to say it was Terry Crews, but watch it. Uh, I have to rewatch it. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. But anyway, this this yeah, like you said, blind leading the blind, dude. I these people have no idea what the fuck they're doing. People are bored as well. People Look have at, a lot of time on their hands. That's yeah. what it is. As Look well. at what we're doing. <laughs> we True. Have, we have well, a lot of time on our hands right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but the thing is, this dude. Try to organize a coup, and and what was his game plan? Like he doesn't have. It's for sure he was trying to do that. Yeah, it's sparkling white insurrection. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I. That's what he tried. I literally went to Merriam-Webster's dictionary to check the term coup. Coup. To make to to see if it really does qualify, and it kind of checks all the. It checks all the boxes. Yeah, it was just the. Worst coup ever attempt. Worst attempt. The weakest. The, the, well, I yes, think I the think weakest. they they accidentally, accidentally, you know, started or, in, how well, how would I say that? I think it they initially did a coup without knowing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, these people, like I said, yeah, these people didn't they had no idea. They they literally romanticized the fact that it's it's like it's a revolution. You, it's like when they say the word and they don't know what it means. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's people like, with clout. Like, like revolution. <laughs> Everybody's dropping clout, and I hate it. But go on, yeah. It's but like revolution. Yeah, it's that revolution. My latest piece, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, there, these people. I remember seeing some of the videos. This woman, like, it's a revolution. We got it. Blah blah blah. The it's girl like, that they with the animaniacs. She said she's the one that says she, revolution. She's, she, yeah, she's. An, it's, it's like no, it's not though, dude. Because, by the way, great video. Yeah. Great on pitch and Be, everything. Because the fact of the matter is, he has some support from the military, but not all. And if you have, if you don't have the know. entire military backing you, because you got to do that shit by force, but do you realize, which is what they did. But, but, but do you realize how many patriots live in America? Yeah, but I that, do. the thing is that that's what Alex Jones says. These people are all patriots. <clears throat> it's like, no, those people are all terrorists now. Well, yeah. you know, if you're like I said, well, if okay. you're if you're walking like, with one people flag. with a Confederate one, flag one and something terrorist wait, 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 is something another is, person's freedom fighter. Right, right. But, but like Camp, I said, Camp Auschwitz and Camp Auschwitz fucked up. Dude, like, and the Confederate flag. the Confederate flag. That's not American. They, I, I saw, I saw yeah, one of my buddies, one of my buddies is an ex Navy SEAL, and he posted this meme that said, "You know, people literally died for that flag to never set foot in the Capitol." Right. We have a nation There's because a of the reason yeah. because of that flag not being there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so it's frustrating to those who, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, fight for true freedom. It's not funny anymore. Yeah, yeah. Check this out. That's this a good is, way of putting it. It's, it's not, not funny, funny anymore. anymore. I still kind of laugh a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Because of the stupidity. But it's, 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 it's like, becoming yeah. a nervous laugh for yeah. me, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not nervous laughter for me. I Honestly, I was so watching when, this shit on we CNN or, or KTLA, and I, I honestly couldn't stop smiling. In, in Enter the yeah. Poontang, we talked like, about... Hey, in Enter the Poontang, we talked about the bombs, and you were saying... Diego and I were saying, hey, this is kind of scary. Yeah, I said it wasn't scary. And you, sir, you were saying it wasn't scary. I said scary. it wasn't scary, yeah. Well, I, you know it's what? We've seen, we've seen bombings 
like it, but that's, at the that's, nation's capital, the yeah. people's capital. Here's the thing: what what runs this country more than the nation's capital? What what does the world revolve around? Money. What happened on 9-11? It was the World Trade Center going down. So it was on Wall Street, bro. Yeah. The mm-hmm. money capital of the world. Right. That to me was scary. This shit, that ain't scary. Well, it's kind of weird because I, it happened every morning. This was like an entente. All right, every every morning. Pipe bombs ain't doing as much damage as a fucking huge airplane. But the fact yeah, that exactly. someone tried. The fact, okay, listen. The fact that they would do that when their president is in office means that our system is already compromised. They feel backed up. Although they feel that our system's compromised, that there's like Chinese communist agents working within our system now. You that know? not? Wait, wait. That very well could be true. But check this out. This is where my inner conspiracy theorist comes into plan because when that text message what I was going back and forth with my friend I mentioned 9-11 and documents have come out since where they knew 9-11 was going to happen they let it happen really? yeah they knew that shit was going to happen is it because it blew up from the bottom and not the top first? no no I'm not saying that it was it was a demolition uh, the the fact they knew that there was a plan for these people to for fly an planes I, I think, for an attack wait, I think wait, wait, I read me, about look. this when because Diego has a, a Chomsky book about, right right let me let me elaborate though when you're saying the pipe bombs, I was like, maybe they're not real. Maybe they are. But once again, they let that shit happen. Smoke and mirrors. They're, they're letting that shit happen. Maybe that shit was just completely inside job. They planted that shit. Yeah, like, oh, they had to detonate them. Like, okay, whatever. No big deal. you think deal. it's just to create press? I think it's to create more. I said, I said there's something deeper going on. I don't know what it is, but there is something, I think, deeper going on. They're letting a lot of shit happen, dude. I've, is it weird that we, it feels like we're living in V for Vendetta almost. I mean, it's going that way because it it's was going that way. Because, but, it's, see, or, yeah, but see, it's, now it's fumbling. It's that's, you know, but that. see, that's the funny thing because now if you're starting to believe in like, oh, this is a police state, that's what these people storming the Capitol were, have been bitching about. Right. Ooh, fuck. And that's what's kind of crazy. Yeah. See, you know, but it, that's what the opposite side was mm-hmm. saying. The opposing, yeah. Yeah. The or, opposing you know, faction. Right. Yeah, like. You got to think liberals are saying this is a police state, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the fucking conservatives are out there and they're like, this is a police state. Uh, so what I it's turning very, into is everyone as a collective is going anti-government. There's, well, you know what it is? It's the little corner in your pocket that has all the lint and the all the shit. Yeah. That's what these people are. And it's very good analogy. It's the fucking lint, dude. Yeah. It's the extremes it's worthless, from every corner. It's How, however, there is an extreme distrust on from both sides in... Our elected officials. So is that and in the, and in the meet? Yeah, honestly, and it's funny because we, for some reason, aren't really coming together with that. But there is a huge. We're as more we're as divided as ever now. Yeah, and actually, that leads me to what I was going to say before we kind of started rambling on. Um, this actually could be the fact that the Civil War never actually ended. And Elaborate. The, dude, we've had civil. The fact that we have Confederate flags legal technically you could fly a confederate flag because we are land of the free like you okay. can do it like that shit yeah like you think in north korea you could fly a south korean yeah flag? like that's really weird yeah. to me the fact that there's so much racial injustice the laws that were passed up until even now that are you know i mean what was it the 70s in baltimore where you you actually like a black person still couldn't own a house like that shit really? yeah that shit is really really weird and so what you have is like yeah it was hot in the 1860s, 1861 and 1865. Was, was it called hot? like redlining or something like that? What was that called? I don't Yeah, yeah. The Baltimore thing you were yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah. It was a hot civil war in 1861 and 65. 
Then it was like cold civil war. And then you had the civil rights movement in the 60s, like 100 years later. But now it's slowly becoming hot again. And they're, they're making it hot again by everything on the news becoming a whole racial thing. Everything on the news is becoming a racial narrative. And that to me is like, okay, what are they doing here? We are like in a sense in having a civil war and it's like the civil war never really ended. It's just been cold for a while. I mean, if you have, if you have just a, like this weird bipartisan, you know, yeah. government, and that's what it is a civil war. It's exactly what it is. It's just brother versus brother, you know, like it's, it's which sad. when I saw, when I was watching freaking <clears throat> glory pants, when <laughs> I was watching pants and McConnell and I was watching the, the house and, and, mm-hmm. and the Senate, they're all talking like we're brothers in here. Like yeah. we argue, we, but we come here to get this sacred job done. Like, right. It's but they don't get shit. The common ground they all agree on that's like we have a set of rules that we all follow <clears throat> unanimously. Right. Like. Right. And so I, when, I, when I saw that and the way that they addressed it was like really kind of tugged at my little tiny patriotic strings. Yeah. They, they were like, this is, we're just going through the motions. This is a ceremony that we're doing. I'm all about ceremonial shit and oh, rituals yeah. and, we, you know, we, like, we know. <laughs> but like when they said that, I was like, yeah, it's true. Like, that's why we still believe in the president, the leader of the free world. Right. Because we I are, don't, I don't we think are. We should have a president. Well, yeah, I mean, there's that argument that can be made. I yeah. think it's just You're a, it's a communist. Just, it's just You're a nice communist. Little fuck. Say that, dude. Don't. There's a camera. You Chinese motherfucker. You I said it again. You Chinese. So, so check this out. That's a slander to my. <laughs> check this out. That's a defamation. So, so this this has been on my mind. Uh, this whole racial thing. How do you feel about the Keon Harold situation? Mm. Keon Harold Jr. Because I have, I have some thoughts on it that I feel like would ruffle some feathers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we have to we have to look at it from both both actually all angles. Uh huh. I think that he did a. I'm looking at this and it says delicious. I think he did a delicious job of recording what right. he recorded. Yeah. Because there's hotel footage of this. Yeah. And this is something where it could have been simply, and I understand why it wasn't simply just like brushed off, like get out of here, fucking right. crazy lady. Like it was his own personal right to sit there and defend his position and say, no, we're not going to let you look at the phone. Right. Why do you have to look at his phone? Right. Why is it his phone? Yeah. Like, instead of being like, you're fucking crazy. Get out of here before I kill you. You know how, what I'm saying? Like, how you about, can push somebody off. Yeah. How about this? Check this out. How did, there was, a, there was plenty of witnesses. How did not one person, especially hotel manager, even Keon Harold himself, because I part of me thinks he was stoking the fire and wanted to create some sort of situation, just because as a black person he's probably already like so outraged. I think he's outraged. Which yeah. is which is he's fine. Yeah, I mean he's entitled to be outraged. I understand that. However, how did no one in that situation, like I said, including the hotel manager, just say like, "All right, hold on one second. Call the phone. What's your number? Yeah, what's your number? If his phone lights up and this is the, the hotel's number coming up, that's your phone. If not, you have a is, crazy lady. Yeah." I see crazy lady. I had a crazy guy try to mug me and take my phone from me in New York. Yeah. People think their life is like a soap opera. Dude, dude life is a soap opera. Dude, this, yeah, this whole situation could have been mitigated. You wouldn't have even had this racial story to begin with. Now this whole now there's lawyers getting involved. I, they're trying I to hate, they're trying to ruin this woman's life, which is I hate she, to she say reacted this. like a fucking moron. I hate but, to say yeah. this, but I feel that a lot of people do shit to see what happens next. 
Yeah. Instead of actually thinking about the actual consequences. I think that she, fucking, they just she see did the, not think of the actual consequences. They just want to see the, the story idiot. unfold. They're every, just like, yeah. ooh. Like, every man has the right to, to decide his own destiny, dude. And what he wanted to do was he wanted to put her on fucking blast because he was fed up with everything that he's been watching on TV. And everything he's probably experienced in his life, too. I'm sorry, dude. Like, If you watch the TV and you think about mm. your life being the end-all, be-all, the experience right. of the entire nation, the entire world... Get over You're missing it. the big fucking picture. And that's what they want. <laughs> I'm so, you know, I'm not saying I don't agree with them. I signed the petition. Hey, fucking throw that lady in a mental asylum, dude. She she's is hey, fucking nuts. She's crazy. She looks like she's strung out on some pills. She's crazy. Hey, the the mental health. One of my boys of told America. me that she was kind of cracking though. She uh, looks kind of cute. She had a wagon on her. She, hey, go she, look her up real she quick. She looks kind of. She look good. Hey, but the Soho mental Karen. health in America is an issue that has slowly been steamrolling to get into the bigger light. That's a bad mug shot. But, but we'll find something. Yeah, it's not that bad. Because it's the nerdy find, look. They're trying to find the body. She, with, with the the body. she got a hat on that says daddy. Oh, dude, I, I saw this interview. This interview was hilarious. She tells this woman, after already being accused of being racist, she, she's like telling, she's like, all right, that's enough out of you. And does this to the fucking woman. Okay, can, can, I have, <laughs> wow. Let, I'm, I'm, let, me, let me come back. Dude, I, the, lo- the, the lawyer... Wait, you're you're away from the mic, so so ease up. Hold I like the, I the like lawyer the, said, "Don't you probably shouldn't wear that hat." And so I, she's like, "I'm gonna do it anyway." Can yeah. I, can I tell a little story real quick? The Karen thing is pretty funny though. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember when they I used feel to bad be for every girl named Karen. Nah, because remember it used to be Shaniqua. There was a song about Shaniqua. Shaniqua don't live here no more, dog. And then all of a sudden, it was La Fonda. Well, that was Napoleon Dynamite doing that, and they were poking fun at black, black girl names. Black girl so. Names. Fuck it. You're a Karen. You're a Karen. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but it sucks if you... Look at what my name is, motherfucker. Yeah, but it sucks if you're... Your name's like... But check this out. It sucks if you're Karen. <laughs> we, we know a Karen. I know a guy. I know plenty of Karens, dude. Okay, so... Damn. Yeah. Dissed Gail King. Yeah, that's when she was like, all right, shh. Like, okay. that's enough. Can, that can I tell a little story real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Uh... My lady and I went to to try mead. I've never had mead before. Mm-hmm. It's great. I love it. Honey mead? Yeah, honey wine. Yeah. yeah. Um, we went to a meadery in close to USD. And wow, there's actually quite a few of them. That, that's the one. Lost the first cause? one. Yes, that's Lost the first cause. one. We went there. Shout out to Lost Cause Meadery. I'm not going to talk well about them. Oh. Well, you're about to get you're about to get ripped right well, now. We're about to leave them a a, a review. Yeah, go they got ahead. five stars, but go on, go for it. So five stars out of how many? So during this Fair whole enough. pandemic 29. thing, they were saying that breweries cannot, uh, basically that mead is still considered a, a wine. wine. So breweries can't operate, but but wineries can. Wineries can. can. So right. That's why there's a cidery, a cider works. Yeah, cider works over here on thirtieth. Yeah. Oh, really? I was like, and it's wide open. I was all. So. So my lady and I, we see the loophole. So we're like, fuck it. Let's try it out. And it's something new for us. We're going to like it. Yeah. We go and mask on. We're being cordial. We're keeping our distance. We're doing everything we can so we can be there Mm -hmm. and enjoy our time there, abiding by all rules. Right. We reach the the cashier. Nice and nice cock, huh? The way he pauses there, he's like, nice you, cock. You're gonna have to cut that yeah. and I didn't know if Caucasian was this is a good cock from yeah, the Caucasus region. She was a good yeah, from from the Caucasus Mountains. Yeah. And 
She was like, I, I told her, I was like, it's her first time here. We never had it. How do we start? Do we do a... She's like, you drink it. <laughs> she was being very short like that. Though, I mean, you asked me that question, I'm going to say the same thing. Though shit. we were like... This so, isn't a brewery, bud. This is a no, 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 meadery. No, no, no. She, she, so check this out. Super meaty. We weren't... There was no line. There was people seated, like people that had reservations. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were like the walkings. And I told her, I was like, hey, we've never done this before. Walk it. Yeah, we've we, we're, we've never done this before. Like, which one do you recommend? Or should we just do like a, uh, what is it, the flight? Yeah. And she goes, well, just do the flight and see which one you like. They all taste <laughs> the same. Yeah, Dude, it was a and, hipster vibe then. And immediately I was like, okay, she's on a bad mood. Yeah. I don't know. And then I go... Am I able to try one before I, uh, you know, select it, you know, yeah. sample? You know, they give you like the little, like the small one. Yeah. Hey, first like a little shot glass. So she gave me one and I pulled down my mask to try it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's, dude, she did the hand motion. And that, <laughs> dude, fire in my eyes, like, blew up. So she was like, the mask stays on. Asian. You're all not while I drink. <laughs> <laughs> and and I said, but you gave me a sample. Yeah. I'll go outside, but you should have let me know. Go outside to try it. Right. Now I just look like a fucking. She wanted an excuse. To she just, wanted yeah. an excuse. She's to projecting. Yell at me. She's projecting some shit. She yeah. missed the protest, and so she's really upset. And, and I, I think it, she saw that you're a chino, dude. Yeah, you think? Yeah. So why is everyone racist with you guys? So I like to believe that most people thing. aren't they aren't racist. People so, are fucking racist. People are racist for so sure. Every I, person got, is racist. The, every person. Okay, yes, I will give you that. However, to be malicious about their racism, I think every person's racist. Where it's like, yeah, there's some stereotypes that you know they're, they're true for yeah, reasons because they're funny. But 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 if I see if I see Oliver, if I see someone, I'm just like like I'm not gonna be like man. Fuck this fool. I've and had I don't a few think encounters I, that have felt that way, though. There are those people, but I'm saying I think majority aren't like that. But okay, I think he's so saying they are. Back, back to the story. It got to the point where I had to tell her, like, you can use your words. Like, she, okay, like, my ego was showing. Yeah. My ego was blaring. Like, what's, I, your, what's I, your name? I said, you could have used your words. Like, all this just feels a little too much. Yeah. Like, you're, you're overdoing yeah. it. Like, you're, you're trying to, you're blackfish. Relax, Bethany. Yeah. Yeah. Karen. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I want to throw a new name in yeah. there. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> Courtney. I, yeah. Like, oh, it was yeah. like, hey, man, like, I'm an adult. I'll comply. I'm doing the rules, you know? Like, you should have said, if you want to sample it, go outside. Right. But no. No, she yeah. wanted, she she was projecting. She it's wanted, just like, can you put your mask on while we're here? And then when we're gone, you can take the mask off. It's right. Yeah. So, so, I'm still breathing this, into this fucking this, little box. Motion, these, rule, these rules don't this, make sense. This motion is like that. Cardi B power girl that where louder seems smarter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know that. that. That's the vibe I was getting and that pissed Mm -hmm. me off. But here's the thing is you're loud, but you're not loud loud to people that you're not comfortable with. Exactly. Like you save it. You're like, your intensity is, is very well. mm -hmm, I I keep myself to where I know I'm comfortable with the people around me. Because right, if you right. would have spoke loud like that, I saw your veins popping out of your neck. Oh, like when I flex out. Yeah, she probably, she, yeah. <laughs> that's how you flexed out the rope. Yeah. She would have been, she would have been terrified if you would have got loud with her. Oh, yeah. But I kept my composure. I just said, hey. But you want to go crazy. I wanted huh? to, but I wanted, but I wanted, <laughs> to be, I wanted to be the bigger man. Where I said like, hey, like, I'm an adult. You, but like, some I'll people are tired of being the bigger man. Keon Harold's tired of being the bigger man. Exactly. Put her on fucking blast. Yeah. 
Mm. Instead of just asking, like, call the phone. That's all I had to do. All I gotta say is that all I gotta say is that my girl yeah. like applauded me afterwards. Like I'm glad you didn't like smack her. That's why it works. That's why it works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, in reality, if she wasn't there, I would have been like, "What the fuck?" Like, give, oh. me, the, give me the manager. Oh yeah, you. you I I, I sometimes like those situations. If I'm feeling why? a little fiery, why? Because I know you if, can't fight fire with fire. Oh, but you. But you see, I don't. My my fire isn't like that. Because I won't raise my voice like that. I'll just point out how fucking stupid it's it is. Like, let them get fired. It's like chemical, nasty fire. Yeah, dude. I don't like it's, it. It's just acid. I'm just acid, <laughs> yeah. It's acid. It burns. Yeah. Of acid. yeah. It burns muriatic acid. Yeah. Just I like I like so like I like some of those. But it, it it all reflects back to those moments that we've had many many conversations about of is anyone else seeing this right oh, now? Oh yeah. Hello. Well, that's the self righteous the that's, my life is a soap that's opera that's your soap opera is anybody dude. else seeing yeah. this right yeah. here uh, okay yeah. ah you're guilty it's your life you have <laughs> hey, to deal I'm Latino, with it dude. Yeah, like yeah. we you love gotta, the drama exactly you got to deal with it yourself in that moment there's reasons why we don't let people know that they're about to hit a pole when they're backing out because yeah. we want to see it unfold ah, yeah. <laughs> that is funny my dad it did is. that to my truck <laughs> that is really funny though I don't but know why. i think that i i love being passive and not even aggressive, just passive or dismissive even. I'll be dismissive. When if somebody's like, oh, can you keep your mask on, sir? I'll be all. <laughs> Put the mask on. Whatever. If I'm like in a public space, I've been at the dog park where people are like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, dude. I'm like 10 feet away, 15 yeah. feet away from everyone yeah. else. I'm not wearing a goddamn mask. Yeah, and I, I'm I not gonna engage with them either. Like saying, like, "Hey, like it's okay." I'm not trying to talk about your puppy. Exactly. I don't care about your puppy. Yeah. I'm here to make my dogs run. Mm-hmm. Let them run. Tire them out. People are congregating in the middle of the dog park. This is another grievance that I wanted to get to. <laughs> so we're kind of moving a little bit. Oh yeah. People look for the shade in the dog park, and they go and stand under the tree. Next thing you know, there's twenty fucking idiots with stupid thin masks on. Yeah. Watching the dogs and talking to each other about the dogs and shit. And yeah. the dogs are coming around. And that's because people miss social interaction. The dogs start fighting. They're like, ah! they're pulling. I'm like, dude, why but don't they you guys just talk about spread it. the fuck out? Yeah. Right. And play with your dog. Let your dog play with other dogs. Can the Rona get spread on a dog's coat? That's what they say. They used to say hey, that. In the beginning of Rona, Australia was euthanizing like their pets. This, just, okay, <laughs> Australia is just fucked up. Australia is a fucked up place. Australia just likes to kill things, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Australia with my my good friend Zane Graham from New Zealand. Zane, shout out, shout my out, boy. shout out. <laughs> we first arrived in in Australia together, and he goes, "We we walked to a McDonald's." He goes, Mate. "You see, you, you see those iguanas right there?" And I'm like, "What? This place is like Jurassic Park, mate." <laughs> he doesn't say mate. He, he he's, he's like, mate. he's like, "Cuzzy, cuzzy, cuzzy." cuzzy. cuzzy. Bro. They say bro a lot too. They say cuz, bro. I don't know. Fuck. But, but he would say, yeah. so then but we're walking. Zealand, it's a little yeah, yeah, he's he's Maori. Yeah. So we're walking back, and then there's like these weird orange birds that you never see. I never seen them before. Right. He's like, see that? Jurassic Park. Fucking dino. Everywhere you go, Australia is Jurassic Park, dog. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like it's a weird when place. you drive on the H3 in Hawaii, Honolulu, it feels like. Well, that's actually where that they, it is where they yeah. shot. That's that. where they shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, 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 the terrain there. Yeah, that's no, that's where they filmed it. But yeah. the predators. They also like, filmed that thing in Costa Rica, especially because in New Zealand they have zero predatory species. Yeah, mm. ah. except humans. Ah. 
Yo, we're the biggest virus on this fucking Stop peach. saying that. Stop saying that. We're the that. bacteria that's infecting this peach no, dish, No, no. We're See, colonizing. That's yeah. so anti-human. I hate it. No, no, no. Uh, I have faith in humanity. If I, we, we're not going to make it, though. We're not. What does that mean, though? This so, should, because... We, we, can, can I, can I think I we are a virus and, and our numbers are going to subside into a very ecological, manageable so, right, 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 size. Right, right. But, I don't, but I don't think we... So I don't think we get off this rock. I think eventually we get off the rock. I, I, not in our lifetime. Potentially not in our lifetime. However, that's however, what I was going to bring up because I didn't expect this revolution to start in our lifetime. Will we travel? Will we colonize other planets in our lifetime? Uh, I think if we colonize other planets, it won't be in this organic form. <gasps> but then it's not human anymore. No, no, no. Go to, I want to hear this. I want to. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. I, I, for dude, if Diego were here, he would fight me to tooth and nail on. But this he's one. not. So I know. Let's he, call him. He, he would, no, no, he's at work. He's at work. He wouldn't be able to answer. By the way, we need to have a call-in system. We we'll implement that. This is episode two. I, I'm still figuring out all the kinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I think that first of all, look how you have your phone here. You have your phone here. We are. This is this is an extension of ourselves. We are already in a sense merged with technology, technology AI. Whatever. I just need that Tesla brain chip, dude. Right, and that's just another step furthering that. However, once we get there, we're also going to have an understanding of how to we do, in a sense, with CRISPR, manipulate our DNA and grow babies in fucking test tubes, whatever. I think the only way to traverse the universe is actually in a robotic form, in some sort of computer form. And then if we find a planet... Right. Let me finish. If we find a planet that is uh, habitable, then we can <laughs> download that consciousness onto a human being. That's some Black Mirror shit. I and the then it, then eventually it becomes us again. I think that is theoretically theoretically it is. But, but once once you're like once you've uploaded your consciousness or downloaded your consciousness, whatever, into this like whatever, mm-hmm. like, like a, a cloud, or, a or cloud, cloud or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like what makes you want to go back into a body that sucks? You well, know, because like, because the human experience is fucking awesome. Sensations, but it's, it's the, it the is consciousness the living this experience. But once the consciousness knows that it can have other experiences, like in a cloud, you probably don't want to go back to being a human anymore. But you can may I, wait, wait, check this out. You may or may not, because here's the thing: what we like. Do to you do, want to play Atari? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, but that's my point. But not always. You wouldn't want Atari but that, to be your main. But that's my point: is that I, the fact that. Maybe they just want to play, play human for a little bit. Yeah, I can then see they're, that. then they're like, "All right, I'm done. Now but let then, me play this." Now I think I think at that point we stop being human. Well, that's fine. You, would, you know what I'm saying? Like we would become some a different type of race, anymore, a different. Though. We become according to we his, become the aliens in the fucking like, gladiator. Again, according yeah. to him, you'd just be something floating in space until you want to. Yeah, it's like reach that molecular vessel. It's like when I saw my my sounds kind of. Kind of morbid. When I saw my best friend like on a ventilator, and I saw I went in there. Did it return to the essence? And he was his essence was no longer there. Right. And so I was like, okay, oh, he's gone. He returned to the womb of the universe. They were they were his his family and all of my friends were waiting there for me to go in there with them all together to go see him. Yeah. In grievance. No, as in like, uh, go go check him out. You know, talk to him. You know, he he might be able to hear you. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And yeah, like his dad was like, he goes, you know, tears welling up in his eyes and he's like, 
He goes in, in English. He's like, he's like, give him hell. Yeah. I was like, all right. That was, oh, dude. He's, he's telling me about his son. His son's on fucking life support. I go in there. And I was like, oh, he's gone. Yeah. I love Robbie. You can't come That's out. You can't Robbie come out. You can't come out and say that to the fam either. That's, I love him, but I looked at the body and I was like, oh, he's not there anymore. Because his essence, your essence, your essence. Yeah. I feel it even when I'm not close to you, right? Like I know who you are. I'm familiar with you. It's like one of those situations where, like, if you hear something and you hear it in someone else's voice, you you. You hear it in someone else's, else's voice. voice. Like, right. When I was in Indonesia and I saw all of what I saw, I, I heard Diego all over my shoulders saying, like, I'm so fucking horny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> like, I, like, crazy. Yeah, crazy. Like, I heard him, dude. Like, Check this out. Check this out. Now, <laughs> now, what if this essence that you speak of, this consciousness that we don't even know what the fuck consciousness really is. That's what is. I'm saying. Like those kind of things. Are, so let's, let how do we know, how do we know that that is actually a human thing? Because we get we super know. trippy with it. We go like Randall Carlson, Graham Hancock stuff with it. And we could be like, maybe, was, wait, wait, let me finish this thought. Maybe what I actually had said that we're working towards has already happened because there are those crazy outlandish theory that there's a huge gap in the evolutionary catalog of human beings where all of a sudden we went from like chimps essentially to what we are now right there's that theory that there was some sort of weird manipulation with dna what is to say i've never heard that's what it's it's some fucking stupid fringe like pseudoscience but what i'm saying is like you can make up anything at this point because there's something missing so this is this is a hypothesis that if you find the evidence then you can start testing these things so that's what that's where i'm when they started looking at all these ancient like artifacts and archaeological sites and they see all this and give their own interpretations on it yeah they give their own interpretations on it but also like think about it if donald trump just left the trump buildings up and everything withered away and all that was left was the trump building they'd be like what is this yeah this must be a ceremonial place of you know whatever and it's Dude, just that's, like that's how i every time I, it was you and i okay. when we were watching it was him and i when we were watching lost some, in translation there's a couple of, there's a couple yeah. of good podcasts there's one called um there's one called Archeo Ed, which I like him, but that one's just he talk he talks about American, like whether it's like Mesoamerican pre-Columbian stuff or all the way back to like Denisovian right. and Clovis. Brian, I drink but a there's, six pack already. There's another I one called It's Morning Drinkers Podcast. It is called You're drinking for both of us. I gotta get I gotta give it to you because you're gonna like this one. It's called a, a Life in Ruins. Hell yeah. And it, they just get... Podcast? These, yeah, all these like grad students and like postdoctoral doctorate guys Have talking about... Have you ever listened to Science Versus? Hold on, hold on. So don't, yes, don't derail. Don't derail. Don't derail. No, no, no. no. I'm not derailing. I just wanted to... Just they, oh, as a personal question. That's how I got sucked into it because uh, they're talking about Saruti, the stuff that they dug up here in, in, in San Diego. Off the 54. And they're totally just debunking the shit out of it. What are you it. talking about? Really? Like it's not, it's not a real... I don't know like, what you're it's talking not, about. It's not like a human, like a human guys, site. I don't like, know what the fuck you guys are talking about. They, uh, in the 90s, they dug up uh, Mastodon remains over off the, the 54, 54 in Chula Vista Like when they were building City. the 54 freeway. Yeah, they found these mastodon Look remains. That up. I've never heard of this. Before. It's at the Museum of, of Modern of Man. It's over here, here in, in here in Balboa Park. Park yeah. yeah, I was at the Museum of Man. Didn't, never saw that, dude. So check it out. They dug up these bones, but then they started seeing these scientists notice that there was uh, kind of like spiral fractures and stuff like that so on them. Fugazis? But it's they say that it they say that it was like human. That there's it, all these it, cobblestones that were supposedly used to bash. these Yeah, like like tools, like very tools primitive tools to extract bone marrow from them. So these these uh these so, these kids these 
uh, students are saying that no, no, they're they're freaking uh, PhDs. And shit. Okay, so they're legit. So they're Cats. they're they're completely debunking. What did they say? I'll, I'll yeah, listen to debunking it. What? Yeah. Debunking what? 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 Debunking what? Debunking that the fact that they were they weren't tools. That yeah, that, yeah, that they're trying to say that this was an ancient uh, a human site, like a like a civilization. Yeah, where is like. There is really no trace of a civilization or even man being here at that point, uh, using tools to extract bone. So they're still they're still buying the Clovis theory. They're they're kind of Clovis first guys. Yeah, but they're but they're also just like, okay, there is not enough. We have a checklist of things. Yeah, and there's not checking everything. And there is no check marks on the list because what happened there? I mean, I'm not a you know. You're not an archaeologist. Wayne I'm not an archaeologist. Doc. But it's super interesting because I was an after reading a bunch of freaking Graham, Graham Hancock yeah. and and all these guys, then I start being like, yeah, man. I gotta oh, get these, into these, these people, writers. These, well, I mean, I like listening to both sides, so I'll definitely check this out. I want to know what it is because Graham addresses that kind of stuff, uh, okay. especially the Clovis first people. He addresses that stuff in his books, so like I, I'm interested and into that guy David Ian Howe. I follow him on. Uh, on Instagram because he has this like cool all that artwork and stuff is I think it's an Italian guy that does it but they do like um he does all this like uh, ethnos kynology or something it's about like dog's evolution with man yeah he's not at the podcast and so I like this guy yeah this is the shit this is the shit I listen to anyways he, he's he's pretty cool and he comes out on some TV shows and shit. Ian Howe eh? I, I've listened to um was it the other one, Archeo Ed, Ed Barnhart, is a good one. Sorry. Uh, uh, and he, he's one of the guys that comes out on uh, Ancient Aliens. Sick. But he's definitely not an Ancient Aliens guy. <clears throat> That's fine. See, I like all that shit. Me too, I, yeah. Usually, usually yeah, you guys like that. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is I like, usually if there's something that I believe in or I'm like thought, like I'm feeling like I'm, an, I'm becoming so a believer. I want to a, believe it. So yeah. Something if, you're soon passionate as I, about. Sure, but as soon as I start feeling overwhelmed by like, oh, I want to believe that, I have to go to the other side. That's why I only listen to Republican I, radio. I, no, no, I ju- wait, 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 I, no, 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 wait, wait. We'll get into that. But no, like, I jump to the other side. No, no, no. But it's 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 almost like it's almost like you want to, but you want to convince yourself not to. What do you mean? As in, like, you want to believe what you're hearing, but you're also because you're straying away from it purposely. You want to debunk it on yeah. your own. No, I want to see who's providing like the really good good evidence because evidence. Be- so is it because you want to see what's true and what's not to see if it overlaps isn't that, isn't that the goal to find out what's true yeah i think that truth is a balance yeah i I've, Ooh, I've nice. never listened to a podcast to listen to any truth i it's clearly entertaining well, yeah, but you were listening to different podcasts, obviously. Like, yeah, that's what I was saying. I don't listen to these podcasts, right? But that's what. I'm, but like, I like to read. Oh, Arkeo. Ar- oh yeah, so you're you're missing an A after the H. Oh yeah, my bad. It's a common mistake. Don't worry. All right, Arkeo Ed. That's what it is. Let me make sure. Oh, yeah. It's on Spotify. I'll send it. I'll share it to you. Yeah, yeah just, like, just I listen to like Philosophize This. I listen to Philosophize This. That's a good podcast yeah, too. It's a very good podcast. But see, that's different because Philosophize This isn't necessarily like seeking out exactly. history. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like I like, and I have these. I don't want to challenge what I. I like challenging what I think I know because I like to think I, I still mean, don't know anything. Philosophize This does that though. So. It does that when it. What I was trying to say is like, I'm not trying to debunk anything. On purpose, on purpose. But I'm not setting out to debunk anything. I'm just setting out to to learn to because I am fascinated with 
humans as a species. I'm fascinated with where we're going, where we've come from. We have a very cyclical pattern that we uh, that we history achieve. tends to repeat itself when it exactly. comes to our but that's why that's why I was getting to like this pseudo science sci-fi kind of. Which the, is cool that you take the initiative on your own to explore these avenues. Thank you. I was actually searching for a compliment on my research. Thank you, Oliver. Hey, man. You know me, baby. I always, <laughs> give, him, always give, him, give him his master's, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. But at the end of the day, down. what I'm trying to say is that... It's a giant waste You faded, boy. Dude, Dude I drank a six-pack. <laughs> six, I know. We went, to, get, we went to Guitar Center and I was drinking, dude. Like, inside a Guitar Center? No, inside Pandemic's a great, I, isn't I, it? No, actually, I was telling Brian that like going to Guitar Center for me is like traumatic almost. Because like Make I used to water. get dragged there by my dad. Yeah. And it was, it was never... It was fun, but then it turned into like, okay, can we leave now? Because it was like the time where like my dad would get out of the house and geek out. <laughs> On guitars and basses and stuff. Yeah, just to, just to, like, he would love going down the aisles, just even shit that he Browsing. didn't. Yeah, yeah. It's like going to Home Depot with your dad. Or, or Harbor Freight. And you're oh, just, shit. Harbor you? Freight, dude. But was it East Palomar or L Street? Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the by, the Napa. My dad was not handy. I never did any of that shit. No, oh my god, no. The store that I used to go to a lot was um, the Freightliner store, mm-hmm. and also, um, no, yeah, Harbor Freight. Yeah, because no. it was the discount tool store, dude. Like anytime there was tools anywhere, a garage sale, my dad wouldn't look at anything else. He would go look at the tools. Yeah, and then we would go to swap meet. We'd come up here to swap meets or like Hemet, and it was just like, damn. The National City Swap Meet where the old... All the bottom. That's where I go now. Yeah. Because it's we go for what we know, dude. That's all I care about anymore. I go to Harbor Freight like to spend two hours walking around. To geek out. Can I help you, sir? No. No. Just looking. Just browsing. No. So... That's so funny. I do not do any of those. Any of that. Harbor Freight is like cheap. Cheap. I've been to Harbor Freight. I needed to get some some jumper cables a while back. Home Depot is nice. I, I mean, I went to Home Depot pl- and Lowe's plenty of times when Home I was Depot's doing this. Home Depot has been nice for different reasons now. Yeah. Home Depot. Oh, because they've on. been hiring people that don't I usually agree. shop at Home Depot. I agree. And they I know agree. about tools. And they have to learn yeah. about tools. Yeah. To know, to help their customers. I will, I will, I will say, you know, I wish I was, I were more handy. And, you know, this whole place that I have going on right here. I, I have to give you props at that you actually involved yourself in the remodeling of your new place. As yeah. in to the fact that you got your hands dirty to a certain extent. Which is where we're in the age of we hire people. Yeah. We're and, in the uh, age of like, oh, I, I, I'll read a Yelp review and someone will do it. Hey, we, we hire people and then those people go and complain that they're not getting paid enough to do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I like figuring things out. I like uh, if it's if I to me if it's um, something that I feel like I can definitely figure out, I'll I'll attempt it. Um, I've done that with almost anything, you know, music. I, I'm essentially self-taught. Right. Jiu-jitsu, No one like took me to jujitsu. I was like, I'm gonna go do that. I'm gonna go figure that out. You have that natural ambition in you to for certain se- things, yeah. To search for what you find to seek the truth. Seek the truth. <laughs> No, but like, I mean, when it comes to martial arts, especially like, goddamn, like, I always felt like the loner. Yeah. Because I was the only one that geeked out about it. Out of our entire friend, especially right. well, okay, high school, like, right. we we had different generations. 
Brian was just attached to it because of Diego. Mm -hmm. So when I was in high school, I would I always felt like the nerd of the group because I was into martial arts and I was competing and shit and I didn't really have Oh, a, do you think you're the karate kid? Yeah. I, I didn't have a kid. social life. Like I didn't really go to a lot of parties and stuff because I was fucking trainings to go to nationals or like right. fucking junior Olympic qualifiers, like mm -hmm. shit like that, you know? Yeah. So and then when cause you found it later on in life compared to when I was immersed to it. My parents I, I wanted to do something. My parents wouldn't let me. The stuff that I do now is literally because, because my, you wanted to. Because I wanted to, and my parents didn't like want me or, or didn't had put no me, say in it. Like literally everything that I I do now is mm -hmm. like I, I wasn't allowed everything, to play huh? an instrument. Yeah, all the fucking everything. And you know what's <laughs> crazy? Okay, I, okay. So Brian and I, so Brian's life and my life have a lot of overlap in contrast in a sense where like. Martial arts and we music. We know about the Venn diagram, dude. The Venn diagram. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, but martial arts and music is specifically... My dad forced me into music as much as he forced me into martial arts. Mm. As in where it was a thing that Brian grabbed... And this guy's me. complaining about that. I'm I, not complaining. Nah, yeah. I'm just yeah, saying man. that like Brian found it on his own and pursued it on his own. Mm -hmm. As in for me, it was forced upon and then I had to learn to love it. Right. Whereas in he loved it from the start. He broke you down. Yeah. So, my dad was a cop in Rosarito. <laughs> How's this the first time I'm hearing And he was like putting had, on... Wait, oh, so, so Diego knows this. He was he putting has, on like, a this, Like, I've shown pictures of, like, to Diego of my dad in uniform and shit. Like, in that Mexican khaki cop uniform. I Diego's thought he was like, in the military. Yeah. I didn't know he was a cop. I mean, he was in the military as well. To, yeah, I know, but I didn't know he was in the cop. military, yeah. Yeah, so he was in the Armada, and then he went to the fucking... He was That's a police. That's great. That's so, badass. That's dude, awesome. So, my dad... So the picture, the only picture, the only Polaroid picture I have of my dad in his cop uniform, he looks like dirty uh, cop. Was it the 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 Mexican guy in the cop show? Um, uh, Eric Estrada. Oh, Eric Estrada. <laughs> he looks like that with the hair and everything. He looks like that. He was getting so much tail. Sick. Yeah, dude. It's unfortunate <laughs> how many un, like unclaimed ch kids. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for yeah. him, at least. So, me. so he's my dad told me that when he was a police officer in Rosarito, they were teaching him kung fu. Yeah, beautiful. And he's yeah. all the Bruce Lee movies <laughs> that just come out. That's my, it. That's all the. That's yeah. all they needed to watch. Yeah. So that was their training video. So, so my dad was like, <laughs> Bruce Lee. It brought me discipline yeah. and like, and it taught me how to defend myself. Like, it right. was something that obviously the the street motherfuckers didn't know. So. <laughs> I need to enroll my kid in something that's going to bring the same thing that brought me. Yeah. So he forced karate on me because I was being a rambunctious kid in middle school. Right. And I had that little man syndrome. I've always been a, a skinny kid where like some people would pick on me, but I'd be like, I wouldn't take no shit. No se dejaba. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly. Funny. So my dad was like, fuck it. If he's going to like defend himself, might as well defend himself he, with some moves, yeah. you know? Let him learn some real shit. Yeah. So... Again, it was forced on me when I first was taking a karate. I was like, there was a boxing gym next door, and I was like, well, you're, I wanna, you're like, I want to box. Like, yeah, I, I just want to go hit. Yeah, I want to go hit. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and I remember the my first class, they were teaching us basically how to evade and how to fall. <clears throat> so I was like, why am I learning this? I should be learning how to <laughs> fuck mother people. He's like, like, Dad, you know, teach like, you like, the curl learning, in a ball. You're just yeah, learning katas. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And then if it, it was after my first tournament when, that I got <laughs> fucked up that I realized, okay, like maybe maybe I got to 
think about this differently. Yeah. I'm not going to get fucked up out here. Exactly. Your dad's paying for it. Your dad's pissed that you got fucked up that time. That's funny. My man. dad telling me to go to kata classes was like, I'm paying for this. You better get good. You yeah, exactly. My first tournament, and I I told her I got fucked up and I lost. My mom called me and she said, Why the fuck did I pay for us to go to Vegas <laughs> just to see you lose. get fucked up? Yeah, it's hey, to watch him lose. They, did they give you a sword and just be like, do it, end it? <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost, like, <laughs> almost, almost, dude. Almost. But it was like, my mom literally said, like, I could have like, fucked you up at home. That's like <laughs> Like, why did I pay? Like, we could have done it at home for free. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna do it for free on the way home. Just and ever since then, dude, I was like, man, okay. You're like, like, my mom's not fucking me. Everything I have to do it, like, I have to fucking go hard, dude. Wow. That's the, that that's actually the, explains how you drill. That Never guilt. Died. Oh, really? Yeah. It doesn't have that much battery life? No, I died. Can we plug it in and yeah, use it? Yeah, I left the cable in the car. <laughs> Fuck it. What kind of cable does it use? It's a micro, no, not the micro, the mini USB. It's old. It's an old GoPro, dude. I know you got a box of cables in here somewhere. I got a box of cables, but let's just fucking keep it running. You want to flip the you gotta, you that wanna put camera that, over there? You want to put that camera there? It's a good angle. I got to pee anyways, dude. I've been drinking so fucking take, much. Take today. a piss. Take a piss. Just yeah. Let's see how far along we're in anyway, because I don't even know. I'm sure we're like an hour in. Or an hour 30. Two hours. Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. That's cool. Whatever. That's funny. So... You you didn't do any mar- see my parents they they didn't want me to do any martial arts because they thought it would make me violent or at least more violent than I already was so they were just like nah yeah it's like it was an excuse to have him get violent instead of understanding like you can blow off some steam in there yeah you learn a little bit about respect I did yeah. I did uh, well like I went to this karate class like twice I think mm-hmm. and then it was like. I don't think they were into it because they didn't see what was going on. Then we, then we got put into boxing. We chose to go to boxing. I wanted to do karate, though. I Actually, I did it more. I did it, a, I did it for a little while because I remember I even got like a shirt with like the... I didn't compete or anything, but a I... A little patch. It yeah, it was short, yeah, I didn't short get, and real. I didn't get anything, anything like that. Honestly, part of me actually also thinks... My dad was like insecure. I don't think he eventually wanted to get a son that could kick his ass. <laughs> Nowadays, he's like got a crowbar on him. My dad, my dad, my dad was always like loudmouth, like city guy. Like, I think he thought like he could fight or something. He'll know what to do when the time comes. That kind of thing, that kind of vibe. And then, you know, as I got older, I was like, "When have you ever gotten in a fight? Like, I've never heard any stories. Like, I feel like you wouldn't know what to fucking do." But never been in a fight. I don't know. That's a good thing. I mean, yeah, that's great. It's not cool to fight. I know guys that have been training for like 20 years who have never been in a fight before. And see, those are the ones, though, you don't want to mess with yeah. if they've been training that long. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. They, they literally didn't want me to be violent. And I was like, dude, I already have violent thoughts. Let <laughs> me just blow off this. Yeah, it'd be better if you got it off like in a safe way rather than just letting it build and up. And that, that actually is why, I, you know, when Oliver was talking about um, – keeping his cool with that lady. I said, sometimes I like those situations like where to test yourself. Well, no, it's not necessarily to test myself, but like I'll, I'll become a little more sarcastic or just kind of like make them look stupid. But part of me, like it, I'm so moody. If I trained earlier that day, I'll probably be super passive. Like you, I'll probably be like, okay, yeah, put on my mask, whatever. But if it's been like a week 
two weeks where I haven't trained. Like, fuck that. I turn, I, yeah, I'm like, man, yeah. fuck you. You're like, moody. I, yeah, yeah I'm, moody. I'm moody. Super so, moody. You're so like good. me when I'm hungover, dude. I'm such a diva. <laughs> dude, like, you're like me with a cold. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Man, First of all, all, all guys with the cold. Yeah, the man cold is real. Terminal. Yeah. How bad is it? Terminal. Yeah. I remember. Spinal. I remember <laughs> at the. Let's see. 2.30. Coquito. Oh, I wanted to make. I wanted if to make it, a if, if okay, let me turn it around and bring something light to it. But if there's any good memories that I have from that Proctor Valley Lodge, is yeah. when I remember you had the room in the bottom by the bathroom. I slept in the guest room. You yeah. slept in the guest room, and you had like the Pancho Villa marijuana bag on the wall, the the potato sack. Yeah. And I remember you had an and, altar too, and you had. Yeah, yeah, because he was like, "What they give you?" Yeah. You had He's so nice. ceremonial, you had, ceremonious. You had a chess piece. He has a chess piece still. That it was. I think it was the Aztecs versus the Conquistadors. It was Aztecs versus Conquistadors. Yeah, bro, I fell in love with it. Of course you did. I yeah. fell in love with it. She told me I would have gave it to you. I was in my generous days, dude. I loved it, and I was just like, like okay. Like, where the fuck am I? Like, yeah. this is a weird vibe. I like this. Yeah, I like it. And, I don't even know then, his real name. I remember, <laughs> I remember I was like, I remember I came out of your room. Because you sent me to my to your room for something. And then I came out. I couldn't find whatever the fuck you He was popping his Diego's zit in the bathrooms when you came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I remember, I remember you sent me to your room. I, I didn't find whatever the fuck you sent me for. So I came out. And then, oh, it was for a cigarette. Uh, yeah, it was for a sense. cigarette, and yeah, I, I remember cigarettes in there. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah no, 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 and then you're like, it's a, it's a, it's a bag, it's a bag, and you had like the bugle or the top. Oh yeah. And then you're like, don't you touch, want one? Don't roll touch, your own. Don't touch the rum on the altar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, if you want a cigarette, roll your own. And then I never rolled before, dude. And then I remember. <laughs> I remember, like, I tried rolling one and, like, I pinched the top, and Omar immediately was like, "Why are you trying to make it look all cool, dude? Like, <laughs> rolling it like if it was a joint." joint I would have yeah. dick. I would have dick. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, "Man, like, I'm trying to fit in over here. Like, it was my first time." Yeah, because you, you, you guys were really young when I brought Diego I was over there for the first 19. time. You guys were young. Yeah, you guys 18, 19. Yeah. 18, 19. I sometimes regret that. I was like, dude, he was too young to bring over there. I remember when I brought over. <laughs> there was, there's a part hey, of us that kind of did yeah. it. Hey, you're, you're going to bleep this, right? You brought it. Hey, yeah, I know. I brought him. You're, you're going to bleep this, right? I mean, how much do I have to bleep? Okay, so I remember when I brought over. <laughs> and we took, a, <laughs> we took a hit from the bong. It was the it was the night that Monskis was like the motherfucking preamble. That's yes. like, yeah, the motherfucking preamble. <laughs> so it was that night. I remember. Dude, I remember Monskis was always over there, dude. Yeah, so so I brought everybody yeah, over, dude. Everybody. So check I, this like, out. I like I like I uh, like bringing people together. Okay, so check this out. So I was playing Chopin on the on the piano. Yes, playing Chopin, and then Tony was like, "You guys want to hit from the bong?" And I wasn't really smoking back then. And I remember I was like, yeah, yeah, let me take a hit. And she took a hit and she shotgunned it to me. Oh, it's hot. And I just remember like our that's really heads, like, 19 years split. old? Oh, it's so I just hot. remember our At 19? I'm already buzzing. Oh, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I remember our heads split and Omar was sitting on the couch like, he just goes, mm, that's hot. <laughs> 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 like, like you yes. enjoyed it more than we actually did. you did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's all I need later tonight. That's all I need is that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
Yo, what about what about the time that we had to go talk to that girl's mom and I did all the talking and you didn't do shit? I was just saying that. Was <laughs> you were just saying. <laughs> Dude, imagine o- her Omar mom. Omar said, like, let me go out there because I'm the adult. Right. Dude, I had, like, dreads, dreads and a beard yeah. and tattoos. The and worst person to send shirt, out there. Open- you should have just sent Tony out there. That was the worst person to send out there. Oh, my God. We were like, what if she came in and she heard, like, this fucked up jazz yeah. Yeah. Like looked over, just like ah, oh. we're smoking reefer. Yeah, yeah. and then you that were was the, re- the couch. That was a reefer madness, fucking uh, trailer right reefer there. Reefer madness, dude. Reefer madness. Wow. Heifer. 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 Yeah. Nowadays, kids look at that. They're like, "That's whack." Where's I all mean, the Xanax? I mean, it's the same. Where's yeah. the Xanax? Okay, can we, Where's can the Prozac? You're bringing this up. Oh, and can yeah. we can we touch the base or can we touch the subject of the fact that we have to. That we buy weed from dispensaries instead of dealers now. Mm-hmm. I never had that experience. Well, I had that experience in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. But, well, it was legal in California. So all my friends over here went to dispensaries. But when I was in Hawaii, I still had to go to dealers. dealers yeah. Right. So when you and came back over, you're like, what is this? A exactly. whole new world. Exactly. It was such I'm, I'm, a I'm learning, feel, I'm dude. learning that the common theme with you so far is that I never thought I would live in a world like this. <laughs> Like yeah. that, like that is yeah. that is the it's theme. A common, theme. Yeah, yeah, you're in awe. Whereas, I think Brian and I are kind of more like, yeah, this place is fucked. It's yeah. going, it's going to shit. And yeah. for me, it's still new. Yeah, it it is for light me, I'm still on un- un- huh? unraveling. You should it. see the the sunsets I get. Switch the camera camera angle. You should yeah, see the sunsets that. that I get. He does get good a good sunset from his window. Man, now I have to say this. I don't know if it's because. I lived or experienced a different lifestyle, you know, crossing the border and everything. But there was, there's still a lot of things of San Diego that I don't know yet. Right. Me too, because I'm not from here either. So, yes. So, I, I did my high school here, but I never went out. What year was that? So, I went to high school here 2000. Six two thousand ten. So we've been we've been in San Diego for the same same yeah, amount same of time. time. And during that time, I was very you know I was competing in karate like at the Olympic le- junior Olympic level. So I didn't have a life. I was getting drunk and fighting motherfuckers. So we didn't have lives, and I didn't experience San Diego. I was just smoking a lot of weed. Graduated high school, went to Hawaii, and came back in two thousand seventeen eighteen, and I'm. Barely finding like sunset cliffs and shit for the mm. first time. Right, right, right. Like the staple San Diego shit. And I'm. Yeah. So you had a bad day. Yeah. That was the number one single. Pop, lock, and drop it was fucking huge. Dude. So check this out. What You guys know that Clint Eastwood by the Gorillas? Yeah. Oh. Was 20 years ago? Yeah. That's crazy. Huh? Dude, I was at work. There's a there's a dude that, that works. Makes you feel old now. I went to the Gorillas concert at Gibson Theater. Dude, this guy, this this cat works, you know, across the way from me, and he's like, he always DJs in there, and he put on Clint Eastwood. I was like, oh, that's such a good song. And I was like, he goes, yeah, man, I remember this video used to freak me out when I was a kid. And I was all <laughs> like, kid, kid. And then I looked, I was like, when did that come out? And it was like, came out. I was like, I was in high school. I was, like, I was all, dude. I was already doing bad stuff. And this video, this mu- this song meant something totally different to me than it yeah. did to you, dude. Like, And then I was like, holy 2001, crap. 20 years ago this year. 20 years. Wow. Lie. By the way, Bye. great song. Did you oh. ever see the MTV video. Video. video of so Gorillaz? Dope. 
So dope. So dope, dude. I mean, dude, yeah, they're. I went to the Gorillas concert in Gibson Theater in L.A. when they were uh, touring their album Plastic Beach, and they cool hip band, man. And that summer, I think they had done Coachella before, way ahead of its time. Oh yeah. And Absolutely. Snoop Dogg did their intro with the Hypnotic Brass right. Ensemble. I remember that. Used to be known as Youngblood or something. Or no, Youngblood Brass Band's a, a different band. Hypnotic's their own thing. So I, I, I thought it was the same people. No, nah, it's honest. not the same. And when I heard that intro at the beginning of the concert, it blew Virus? my fucking mind, dude. Dude, these guys are so badass. Look at that. Blur. That's me playing bass that right there. Let's, let's, let's give a shout out to Blur because, I mean. Blur is dope. This is funny. I'm assuming it's what inspired this. Wow. <clears throat> so we're actually only an hour and a half. I don't know why I said two hours based on. Uh, yeah, I checked my phone. It wasn't that long. Yeah. Um, oh, I know why it says two hours. It's the, the tempo mm. clock is at 120. Mm. Dude. Tell the funky homo sapien. Yeah. Okay, so there's a a YouTube uh, guy called Vlad TV. Mm. I don't really agree with a lot of the shit he I does. I think I know what you're talking about. And he interviewed Del the funky homo sapien. Mm-hmm. And Del says that he was persuaded to write this song. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to write this song. Yeah. But really? again... Plata, plata habla. O sea, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that we want to get paid, dude. You know, I think that that guy is, and, and you know, the instances that I've heard of and not dealt with personally, but, you know, through the music scene, he's kind of a difficult cat. Dell? Yeah. He's special. Yeah, he's special. He's entitled special. I'm going to send this to you. Yeah. Sith meditation. <laughs> oh yes. That's when you're feeling Send really Sith. That's what you listen to when you're home alone, <laughs> Absolutely. huh? Light a candle. Sith meditation. Hell yeah. That's dope. Yeah. What a what a what a weird thing to be like famous and successful and then just become very difficult for everything in life. Well, like yeah. Lauren Hill? Like, like Kanye West. Oh yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Just, oh, he you mean her? He's pretty difficult. These people are just like their artistry puts them in a, I don't want to say power, like a position of power, but kind of like an influence, influencer mentality, what they call nowadays like influencer. Yeah. And they start believing the shit yeah. that, that people tell them. Oh, uh, Kanye you know for saying? sure. Because oh, okay. there's a lot of really humble people that are it's, super duper successful. It's like, that just like it, I, don't know if, I don't know if it's yeah. considered a disease already, but like the type of people that believe their own lies. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Kanye. Like, I understand that Kanye th- believes he's a genius because he believes his own crappy metaphors. Yeah. He believes he's God. It's like, okay, the word God doesn't mean anything to you, obviously. Yeah. So your word doesn't mean anything. But he's kind of brilliant when it comes to, like, music, you know? I, I really do, I really do enjoy a lot of his music. And he's prolific. He, he's cranking stuff out. But God? No. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. It's, it's, Man, it's fuck a, Kanye West. Nah, I mean, I 
I'm having. I don't think I can name like one of his most recent like songs. Not recent. Not recently, re- I, like, I can name a lot of his old shit. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's the, the the stuff that when they first came out, we were in high school, and that was pretty bad. That was dope. The beats were dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I, so from interviews that I've heard, a lot. Okay, interviews where Kanye is not present, where people talk of Kanye, mm-hmm. they say that he was a dope producer. But always instilled on the people like, "Hey, I can rap too." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was that like that like people never asked that yeah. he just always showed it. Yeah, yeah. What? So it's like obviously. Do very, you ride uh, what you know you're strong in, or do you want to promote? Do you want to promote something you want to get good at? Those annoying fucking cats that you know that are just like, "Oh man, I got this mixtape. Oh, I, mm. hey, oh, you gotta check out my demo." But how many of them you are have, good? You have to have that type of drive to do. To get it's to where a hustler right. mentality. Yeah, yeah because thing. obviously he's good. He's not like the greatest producer of all time. He's, he's not, not the greatest rapper. He's not a good lyricist not the at rapper, all. But he's got really good shit. He's got so, a, He's got a very good hustle. He know, I think exactly, that exactly. Good hustle and also it's that whole like, um, you know, like the, go- the golf thing, like how many swings are you going to take? You know, like mm-hmm. you have to keep just going, 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 going. Some of, some of that shit's going to stick. Right. It's like Alex so. Jones and his predictions. <laughs> Eventually, one of them's going to land, right? But so. it, it's from like a. I don't like. I feel. I always feel very weird categorizing myself in this in this place. But like, at, like in an artist standpoint, you have to give them props for continuing to fuel the flame of wanting to have followers following him. Mm-hmm. But how much of it is dope? How much of it is actual substance? See, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree with that. Like, in, in what like sense? giving them props for wanting to have followers. Like, it's not, but it's part of the game, at least for today's game. I guess, but to me, like, I don't know. His mentality wasn't so based. Like back when he was first coming up, I don't think it was so based on attaining followers. I think it was based on just like. I produce d- bomb ass beats, so, yeah, beats. And, and it's about that. Whereas now it's switched over where I think you're saying like he, he just wants limelight. Yeah, he wants to be greater than just that. Yeah. Which is cool. I think that's okay. The ambition is cool. But like the way he does goes about it. The way he goes about it is frustrating. Yeah, like just, just keep doing cool shit. Yeah. The followers are going to be there regardless. Just keep, keep doing cool shit. Like it may be cheesy as fuck, but... Family business is one of my favorite Kanye beats, dude. Yeah. Like, and when I think of Kanye, I want to think of that beat and that song, but I tend to think of just the bullshit he's been involved in. Right. And that's what flashing lights. Mm -hmm. I think flashing lights. That, 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 yeah, that was, that was groundbreaking when it hit. Oh, that's just, that's a whole mood for me. Like, I Mm -hmm. put that song, transports me really. But, I think that a lot of this new men- hustle mentality, people, how can I say, I, without saying it's so lame, but yeah, people have it fucked up. Like, we went through an era, and I, I'm saying I went through an era because I'm over it now, but I believed in this very strongly when it was happening, that you had to be your own artist, creative, producer, marketing, publicist, everything. Oh, that's you, funny because that's like you had to the be, vibe that I'm on. <laughs> right, right, right. No. But check this out. It's okay. Look what I'm doing. <laughs> right, 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 right. You, you have to be all that stuff for yourself. I think it's really great. But now I'm like, 
No. I just want to go back to the, I just want to be. The, the olden cre- days? The creative, or I just want to be one part of the cog. I want, I want to be part Surrounded of the whole system. You don't want to spread yourself out too thin. I, I want to be, I want to go back to just being a little part of the system because mm. I, I tried, you know, like, and I'm not good at it. Right. But I know how to use Photoshop and a, Final Cut Pro. I've had such Pro a tools. different experience, I guess, because you guys. I've so, been late to every game. So first of so, all, so I, I so don't want to like again, like so the performing arts is something that I'm barely, you know, getting getting I, into. Yeah, yeah. So for me and the performing arts that I'm involved in, I had to do everything. All the I wasn't part of a, a band. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you can kind of segregate jobs <clears throat> to certain people. I don't know. Where it's like, what you're talking about, Delegate. I felt like I, I had to do that from the beginning, where it's like, you almost feel like you graduated to that position. Hmm. Somewhat. It's, I feel like it, like it is a cycle. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to go through the moment where you're just, like, say me, for instance, just a little punk ass kid playing bass in his room mm-hmm. practicing bass and then i went to like oh i gotta be the studied like learned bass player that understands credibility this and, this and this and that and it was like gathering information to give mm-hmm. myself maybe a little credibility but also to have I mean, a sort building of, a resume dude. a sort of library to, to yeah. choose from and then it turned into like i gotta handle every part of this business and and part of it was because i felt like if i didn't do it nobody was gonna do it for me so I kind of went for, went for that thing, and it was short lived because I've always been a sideman and I've just been a bass player mostly. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay. But you haven't had the same experiences he has. Well, so we, how did you go about it? Yeah, we have different different trajectories. For well, sure. yeah, this is different. Yeah. Um. Well, like I said, I I'm kind of late to the game. If you want to, if you want, like this whole quarantine, I learned more about production. I. I kind of like touched on that years ago and I was like, hey, you know what? I was like you where I was like, I want to just be like a part of the machine, so to speak. You know, he was saying he wanted to be a part of the cog. Like, I wanted to be more of a traditionalist. If I was going to compose or write anything, I wanted to do it by hand. Like, then eventually, like, I would have people record it. You know, kind of that kind okay. of um, But I think the, you're right, it, it becomes kind of cyclical. I think now doing what I'm doing and learning this stuff. Like he said, he learned Pro Tools. He learned Final Cut. I don't have Final Cut. I use iMovie. Mm-hmm. It's very basic for what yeah, I need. But it works. And it works. Yeah. So I'm learning all this. Uh, I'm learning the whole podcast game now, how to do all this other shit. I think once you acquire those skills yourself, though, you are able to now distinguish when you do want to go back to being part of the machine, you now are able to recognize who has the skills that you want to surround yourself with. And what those skills take, like being a business owner, you go like, you won't I, get I've that done boozled. every work, I, every job, every position in this work so that you can't lie to me and tell me that that shit takes two hours to do. Exactly, yeah. When I know it's a 45 minute job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It's, it's and then you get it, it you, you put, you get, then you get to a point where you can start delegating those things because, because if you don't, if you're none the wiser, Someone could bamboozle you. It'd be like, oh, I know how to edit this. I know how to do that. And you're like, cool, I need someone to do that. And then whenever they give you, may take them longer than it should, but you don't know any better. Yeah, and you're like, what the hell is this? This is dog shit. And you still have to pay them because they did a job. Yeah, it took you this long to do you're this. You're paying them yeah. for the service. And exactly. the worst part of it all is like, say it's like, we were, I was talking about this at work with a, 
you know, a guy that'll paint, paint, your, he'll paint, he'll paint your fender and make it match, match your car pretty good. He'll do it for 150 bucks, whereas the shop might charge you 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. But the thing around. is, the thing is that you go with a $150 dude and he does it and he gets it back to you and you're like, oh, it's not quite perfect though. Right. And, but you get your money's worth. And he goes, well, you only gave me 150 bucks and then you can be like, but you told me you were going to hook me up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that is the hookup. Yeah. And it's like, He's not oh, going to take as much pride. Worth, yeah. yeah, you're getting your money's worth. And, and, and you once you learn, once you go through and you do all these little positions in your own job, in your own business, whatever, then you know what they're worth and then you know what you're willing to pay for them. Yeah, that too. And how to be selective about who you're going to give that business to. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I've never released an album of my own music and I'm 32 years old right now. Mm-hmm. I don't have any music on my anywhere, not even on my SoundCloud anywhere. Why? Because I keep putting stuff up for a little bit and then taking it down, not really promoting but it. But is that because you're you're too hard on yourself, or like you you feel like this isn't worth putting out there? No, I think I I just I like, allow myself to be like that hypocrite that says, "Oh man, this thing's going out there. That's it." And then like a week later, I, I can just be like, "No, this is not quite ready yet." Okay, you know so, what I'm saying. And I want to be able to have that control over my own artistry or whatever. Whenever so I want. I've had that struggle recently where I actually took a break from posting. I noticed. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, this isn't going to hit. I don't know if that's what you're talking about. This is what how I was feeling. It was like I was too focused on if it was going to hit instead of actually doing my due diligence of putting shit out. Right. And... Being more focused on audience response kind of like dug me into a hole of insecurity Mm. where I was like, I I got to the point where I was like, why am I even doing this? Is it for me or is it for the audience? Exactly. Yeah, that that, that can hinder you. I'm hard on myself, so I won't leave it out there because I'm like, I don't like that. Whereas like part of being that like creator Mm -hmm. is putting it out there and being like, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, like I said, I still allow myself to be that like hypocrite. Be like, that's what it is. But, but not anymore. See, it yeah. was. It's not that. It's not it anymore. Now, you know? the most I'll do is I'll like edit a post that I already mm. have up there. But I feel like if it's already up there, then fuck it. I feel that like it, it would be more important for if I have steady viewers to see my growth and how I've progressed instead of like me being perfect all the time. Right. And that's something that I've actually been struggling with. Like, am I the God that I say I am or am I human like everyone else? You're human like everyone else. I think, I think, I uh, I, I have this persona though. Yeah. But your job to me, your job as a creator is to create, not to judge. So you just leave it out there. But I am I mean, my you own be, worst enemy. Right, but... I will always say my shit is not as good. Like, that's, and, that's, but, and that is what hindered me from posting for a very long time. To me, that's, 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 the, that's the ego. That's the, the yourself looking at you as a god. Like, you're expecting it to be perfect all the time. You're expecting... Because I want to win. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but that shit, like, it's funny that you, you're going to go through... These moods where you release something, like Omar said, I released it, and then a week later I was like, yeah, you know what? It's not, it's not good enough. But I think 
like the theme of this whole thing, everything's cyclical. I think if you left it there and you come back a year, two years later and you revisit it, you see it for what it was at that moment in time and you're like, oh, that's actually kind of dope. It's right. not that bad. It's kind of dope. And you just leave it there. And that's, it is what it is. Can I, can I ask you guys something like wholeheartedly? No. No, you can't. Okay. Can I ask you something wholeheartedly? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I, I was reading this book that Brian recommended to me, which is called The War of Art. A horrible book. And love it. I love it. There's a part of it that war of fart. The war, war of fart. And there's a part of it that it kind of encourages you to reread your old shit or or go back to your old shit to to hype yourself up. And you didn't receive the hype. You're like this dog shit. There was a part of me that w- that made me question it. Like, am I doing this because I think I'm good? Or am I going off audience response? Or like, why am I? Why do I have to go? You're doing it because you think you're good. So is that a good flame to keep going? That's like, yeah. Well, it, it, y- yes and no. You can you, you can you can still remain humble, but it, it's important enough to have belief in yourself. If you're not going to believe in yourself, how are others supposed to believe in yourself? Right. So you have to believe enough that you're like, yes, I am good. I have something to say. Look what we're doing right now. What the fuck is this? Why is this important? Who's gonna listen to this? Who knows? Who cares? What like we thought we thought it was cool enough and important enough, and maybe we don't get anybody listen to. Maybe we just go back two years from now and we listen to it. To be honest, that's kind of fun. That's that's most of the reason why I have so much drive to do this is because I I had this encounter with my dad when he got shingles for the first time. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. And it's just I saw him in the hospital bed and he looked fucked up. He looked like he beat himself up. Mm-hmm. Shingles fucks you up when you're old. And he was just talking about the, you know, what life was like before shingles. And I was like, it would be cool to have a document of it. So this is like, yeah. this is like, oh, like I can cat like catalog and categorize a certain topic and conversation to go back on. And kind of like play the memory game, dude. This whole like the like um I don't know if you guys ever did this in like elementary school it was like were you time guys, capsule time capsule yeah exactly dude everything that we're doing right now especially with phones and and mm-hmm. the cloud time is capsule. a time capsule like if that shit were to be found thousands of years from now and humans are no longer here you have a whole like at least for a moment in time a fucking documented. Some motherfucking archaeologists might look at this and be like, "Whoa, this was a council of yeah, North Park." But I'm not discussing. But I mean, on a grand scale, because it's all of humans that are not all like not all of humanity is like linked to the cloud. But there's a there's billions of people that are documenting every day, whether just little videos on their phone, TikToks, Instagram stories, Snapchats, whatever. They're doing their own podcasts. Like you're having you. There's a huge chunk of documented history, a lot of it just mundane nonsense, mm-hmm. but it's still there. It's documented. That's life before shingles. We're, we're, in, this, we're in the era of 15-second attention span. Less than that. Less than that. <laughs> less than that the TikTok yeah. era, of, I yeah. mean, yeah. for me, it was Vine, Vine that Vine, hit it. Yeah. Yeah. Vine was even less. Vine was like seven seconds. Yeah. So you guys that, are, that create songs that are roughly, what, three, four fucking minutes long, yeah, do man. you find yourselves creating 
content to make listeners want to keep listening? No. Mine's purely selfish. That's what I wanted to bring up. Mine is purely selfish. Because, again, the attention span is 15 seconds long. Mm -hmm. Are Are you chasing the audience that is in it? Why do you do the things that you do? Like you said. Because I hear things in my head and I also like to challenge myself. So so who cares if they listen past 15 seconds? You're just doing it. Right. I, I would just, the only thing I would like to continue doing is, I'd like to continue doing that because it, it is something that makes me happy. If I don't get in my own way, if I don't judge too much, if, like I said, my job is to create, not to judge. If I stick with that and I don't, it's hard not to judge. But if I stick with that, that makes me really, really happy. Now, there's the very reality of the fact that it may not be lucrative. So I do need people to at least enjoy it to an extent where it makes me money. So you guys... Does that make sense? So I don't know if you come from a music family. I don't know if you come from a music family. No, not at all. I come from a music family where music was forced on me. But when I got older, they were like, like they knew the realities and they were like, think ahead. Like we want music there, but like music producer, music director, music, like they did it. Like musician was never the focus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's because of what's lucrative. It's like you want even even a producer these days isn't lucrative. You want, you want to, you want to, I mean, it's the idea of music as a lifestyle. Yeah, and it's that's the artist trying to impose on me, man. Yeah, right. I mean, but I mean, it's funny because like, like you asked me, do I do it for other people or not? And it's like, no, it's purely, it's purely a selfish thing. And I think so. That, now do you but, see our differences in our upbringing almost? No, because musically? well, musically, but I'm I, I'm I'm referring to as an artistry. But this could, this extends to almost any trade, unless you're you're choosing a trade like doctor or something that is geared towards helping others like if you were to ask your dad like why he joined the military or something more most people that join the military is purely circumstantial and they're like it's to get out of the hood and it's a selfish reason yeah it's not like oh i really want to like rep mexico or something you know like eventually because of the brainwashing it became like eventually it becomes that and then eventually he the initial drive the initial drive and the thing is, he you also develop relationships. For for example, he ends up having a family. Now it becomes about you guys. It isn't alone. It isn't any longer a selfish pursuit. However, as a single man, I don't have any of that shit. So still, right now, it's purely selfish. Mm. Will Does that make sense? E- will it ever yeah. become? Yeah. Will it ever? I don't know. I I mean, life has a funny way of throwing things at you, where it may eventually. Or I may, may not. not I may, it may need to extend beyond that. But right now, my line of sight is I just want to make things that I find good, that I like how it sounds, and just continue doing that. And the reason why I bring this up is from our previous conversation when we went to Guitar Center. The movie Soul yeah, yeah. touches all this shit. Oh, I mean, I'll watch it. I haven't yeah. seen it. I'll watch it. It was, it was a good movie. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. It's, it's cheesy as fuck. But yeah. it, it, again, Disney. what I was telling Brian is that like, there's, it'll entertain kids in a certain way, and then and then it'll entertain adults in a very different it, way. It it poses a cool question uh, for an adult <clears throat> musician, but it's also 
I think inferior to to Coco because I thought Coco was a better. Also, never saw story. Coco. Good musician Ooh, story, dude. When I went to Morelia and I and I heard oh, the their Coco shit. story, oh, their Coco story. Wow. <laughs> um, it says ninety six. You saw my story on Instagram, right? Yeah. About how the old lady they didn't give her shit. Yeah. Like, it's it's fucked, but it's also like at least I like that they ninety seven. So this is one percent better than Soul. <laughs> there you go. I'm telling you, it, it actually, I, I do believe that it you was back a better, it. You back it. Yeah, better musician story because it kind of tells a more a truer tale. I mean, they both tell a very true tale about the musician's condition, but like. But is one telling it from if, a black perspective? Because the Coco is obviously a Mexican. Yeah, if, but, if but the story, the story of, be, the, okay, the premise Michoacan, behind them. Dude. Yeah, the, and the, the premise behind lifestyle. it is like, don't be a musician. Which movie? Coco. Coco. Okay. Coco. Don't be a musician. Uh-huh. Because Grandfather it's not was a musician. Right. And and he, you know, and whatever. He was a he was a deadbeat or whatever. And then yeah. there's all the musicians. Era mujeriego. Is, yeah, and whatever. Yeah. So that was the story of that one. The kid became uh, a musician. musician yeah. Because he found love in music. Yeah. Right. This, the movie Soul is a guy that's been a musician his whole life. He doesn't really have much. And even his mother in his old age is like, well, you got to get that, take that job. And he's like, I don't want that job. I want the gig. Yeah. Gets the chance to get the gig. Blows it or what? <laughs> he dies. Just dies. Oh. Well, I mean, spoiler alert. I mean. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not a spoiler. That's okay. the beginning of the story. Oh, okay, okay. So my reaction to Soul, I didn't cry. My, my reaction to Coco, I cried. I hear Coco, everybody cries for Coco. That's a different sentiment, though. Yeah. What, I, what happened with Soul is I laughed because it was so ironic and so true. Right. That like that moment you get that chance and then just like take it away from you. And I was like, I was watching it and been there. I was like, oh, we're there, ah, we're there right ah. now with COVID. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just taken away from you. Yeah. Whereas Coco is like the yearning, the want to be a musician, which is cool because both of those movies I, I really enjoyed and they're about musicians. So it was mm-hmm. pretty cool. So like me, because again, I'm I'm newer into the performing arts, like because I mean I, Brian, Brian said that I participate in performing arts martial arts but i still find a hard way to time together but going on stage performance it's a performance i i remember those feelings of the more popular guy taking your line on the open mic Mm -hmm. and almost for lack of a better word envy of Mm -hmm. like i got here first then what the fuck like it should be me up there you know Mm -hmm. yeah but you guys in jam sessions, mm-hmm. was there ever a, a, a place or a situation that was like, no, like you, I guess you guys felt entitled to go up there before someone else? No. Yes. I want to hear both. Who do you want to go first? Go the first. no. Uh, no, because I think very little of my musicianship. So I, I'm not cocky about my musicianship at all. So if someone's getting to go up there, also I have like really bad anxiety, performance anxiety. So it's almost a relief. Once it starts, I'm usually like, okay. Especially like one song in, I'll settle in. But before, it's almost a relief. If someone's like, hey, I'm going to call this person up instead. I'm like, cool. Awesome. Take one more beer. Yeah, drink another beer. Just chill out. I'm cool with that. For me, it's like, I've been waiting. Just the kill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I I wasn't coming from it, coming at it from that angle. For me, it was more. Um, I'm a ceremony and ritual kind of guy, mm-hmm. and there's there is a a protocol, and 
whether or not you are the popular guy in town or whatever, if there's somebody there that's senior to you and there is something going on in the on stage respecting the hierarchy you kind of have to let that thing slide and for me i've seen it as myself as passing up the space mm-hmm. to let somebody go in and also to be like oh hold on kid let me let me do this let me show you mm-hmm. and so there's been a little bit of both in my life and i think that it's okay because i learned to respect my elders mm-hmm. and in music there's a, there's an age and there's a system of elders there's some really great young musicians that still have to pay their dues mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. you know like I remember moving here and going to the jam sessions and I couldn't get on stage. And when I would get on stage and they're like, oh, you play electric. All right. Does anybody have an electric? Mm. Oh, you're going to plug into my amp. Okay. That's always so awkward. And it was so using someone else's equipment. Oh, dude, it was it was very it was very um, not tense, but just kind of like uncomfortable. I had dreadlocks and tattoos and I'd go to this jam session and they'd be like, what do you want to play? Oh, okay, let's try that. You know, mm-hmm. I was never, I could never fit in there. And then I would go to a different jam session and they'd be like, oh, okay, you know how to play this stuff? Or like, oh man, you're playing this wrong or whatever. And it, there was always that kind of tension where I, I knew to be like, you're right. My, my, my good friend goes like this, like, you want to put the cuffs on me? Like, mm-hmm. I give myself up, I surrender. Mm-hmm. Because I, I learned to do that first. And because of that, it kind of taught me the whole the whole art form or the whole ceremony from the beginning to what is now like the full value of the production. Now, whenever I'm there, I know that ceremony so I can just go right to the top. I don't have to start at the bottom anymore. Right. Doesn't matter where I am in the world. But I understand that whenever there's a youngster that comes in, it's my choice to be like, come on, come on dude. Yeah. Oh, that was nice, man. That was good. Mm-hmm. Or if they're messing up, I just be like. So in my situations where, for example, I got bumped to let someone else on, would it be on that person to know their ground of like, I'm gonna go kill, or am I gonna give this time this guy's chance? They wait. They have control of the bump, or that someone bumps. No, I, I don't know. I'm just no, no. Like, say like, cause there. Okay, so is there certain situations when I went to a place and. The popular guy was like, hey, like, I, I have something, like, something planned. And I they're like, go. Yeah, yeah, like, can I just, can you just throw me in, like, as a homie, you know? And like, yeah. yeah. And again. And you get bumped. And I get bumped, yeah. Yeah, you have to let it happen. It yeah, sucks. What are you going to do? Sucks, are you going to yeah. make a scene? It sucks. Exactly. Yeah. Like, am I going to lose my spot because I made a scene? Yeah, yeah, but. No, but, like, say it was your regular spot now. Yeah. I've been bumped. Yeah, I've been bummed. Say it's your regular spot and somebody who doesn't isn't the popular guy comes in is like, oh, I need to take your spot. It's like, okay, that's different. Yeah, yeah. No, no, man. Because can't see, I'm different. When it comes to the because, jam because sessions, if they suck, then it's like, I'm gonna watch this burn. No. I but just, if they're good, I'm just like, cool, you served the song, you deserve to be uh, up there. No, it's like, hey, dude, I don't care what's going on in your life, because you don't care what's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. So you clearly just want to go on stage, so let me... Yeah, it, it, it's hot. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's fucking enjoying themselves right now. And you want to get on stage? <laughs> Ponle. Yeah. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. And that's just what happens sometimes. And sometimes they're on stage and it's popping and they're blowing it to the point where you go... Let me clear it up. Give me that mic. Yeah. Give me that bass. Mm-hmm. Give me those sticks. Whatever. Get off the keyboard. Whatever. It happens. Yeah. It's happened to me where they're like, oh, 
it's popping. They're like, hey, let's do this song. And I'm like, I don't know that one. They're like, hey, give me the bass. Step off. Sometimes you just stay, stay right there on stage and you're just like, you may, may feel kind of stupid, but it's not about you. It's about the moment with everybody else. Yeah. It's, You're still bummed. I've seen that, that shit happen I'm, on I'm, big honestly, stages. I'm I'm more bummed recently because we're in Corona and I can't have that experience anymore. I can't have the good ones over the bad ones. Yeah, you even you even wish you could have the bad ones. Yeah. So I I don't want to say I'm the guy with a thousand excuses, but another, no, you're not that guy. We know that guy. Another reason why I kind of like <laughs> held back of of like I never stopped writing, but I stopped posting. Yeah. Is because. Is it good missed, enough? I'm no, not just that. It, it kind of ties into that. I need to take a leak. I'll hear you. Yeah, mm-hmm. where it's like going on stage made me want to write more because it's like, what am I gonna hit them with next? Next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when that went away, and I and I tried the online ones, the Instagram live ones, and it's just not the same because first of all, in the Instagram live ones, you don't see audience reaction. Mm-mm. They can only send so many emojis. They can only put so many hearts. Yeah. It's, it's not the same. It's not. Because you don't know if it's genuine, if it's hate, if it's... Because I've been to... I've done a gig where I've had people stand up and leave because they didn't like the material I was saying. Mm-hmm. Because politically or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, like... So I know, like, okay, I... I basically, what I'm trying to say is that on Instagram Live, you can't read the crowd. Yeah, and because your art form is is very uh, crowd performance based, yeah. Well, there's there's different types of performance. There's like presentational, and there's participational, and I think you're more into the participational type, where somebody laughs and you get a response, or somebody it's like ooh, mmm, this, you know. And there is other ways of performing, maybe doing the same material even. But in a different setting where people are just they have to listen sitting and listening and you're not used to that it's the same way with music you know there is there is both there is those type of those different types of scenarios where yeah man i've been like in front of 150,000 people the largest crowd i've ever been in front of my whole life and we just finished playing three little birds and nobody clapped because because we're in a country where that song it's never even been doesn't heard mean before. It doesn't mean anything to them. Yeah. So it's a different reaction, though. Maybe yeah, the like I'm not saying that. Like a, I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying that nobody clapped. I'm just saying it wasn't like a it wasn't huge as response yeah. like you're used to. But then you play a different song, and maybe it's like really it's, big. It's like when Ray Charles played Georgia on my mind, and they turned the lights down, and it wasn't because they were it, expecting a lot. And he couldn't tell if the lights were on. It's like my yeah. first time. <laughs> okay, when when I went when I when I went to Taiwan, the first performance we did, we had this. Dude, those videos are dope. Those like, videos those are videos dope. Are yeah. dope. We rehearsed. We had such a good set. It was like a roller coaster. There was yeah. smooth romantic parts. There was some banging hit heaters. And after every song, doesn't matter what song it was, it was like. Well, that's the, that's the culture there, though. Culturally, that's it was different. Yeah. So the participation side of it and me, my first reaction was to be like, oh, we're not getting them. Nobody's yeah. standing up. Nobody's dancing. Right. What's but going on? But that's because you're basing it on other crowd because yeah it was it's the cultural crowd yeah and so their response to it they were like respectful and they were like this is different 
they're doing their job. They're doing their job. Their participation. Exactly. And then how the, they know to participate. Yeah, but that also goes back to the people that have walked out on you. It's not for them. Yes, it's not. And they're doing their job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, not for them. But as a performer, you're like, where did I fuck up? Yeah. It, I fucked. I, I, for me, I drill myself on like, I fucked up on not reading the crowd. No, because the thing is, as soon as you start catering to the crowd, then you're, you're sacrificing so, more than so you should. So check this out. I was, we had this conversation at my place after jujitsu where I was telling Brian that in, like, in the heat of it, I was going to three open mics in one night. I was hitting one, then like driving to the other one, mm-hmm. and then hitting the other one. Yeah. And I would try to do a different spot. We've hit multiple jams. I, oh, yeah, I, that's how I used to yeah. be. Thursday, yeah, I Thursday to, night I, used to be jams. I try yeah. to hit a different, a, a different line or a different piece for every spot just in case there was other people like me so I didn't seem repetitive. Right. But one night, I was like, I did a piece that killed at La Bodega in, in yeah. across from Border X mm-hmm. when it was there. It's not there no more. Right. I, it murdered there. And I felt cocky as fuck. So I was like, let me go to this place on East Village. Yeah, riding high. And use the same. I was riding the high. And then I saw a completely different reaction. Not crickets. More like, what the fuck? Yeah, it wasn't the vibe. Like, people literally got up and left. And I was just like, and I I, I was like, fuck, I kept riding. Imagine you're sitting there and you're just like, what is this? Dude, I finished it. I doubled down. I got off stage. And when I got off stage, there was less people in the audience than when I got off. Hell yeah, dude. dude. Oh, You're yeah. bombed. You're a comic. Yeah, it's You're bomb. a comic. You got to double down on those. You Have you heard the stories where like Bill Hicks is bombed? Like Bill Hicks used to bomb. I haven't heard those. Yeah, he just goes hard. Bro, yeah. he goes even harder. And like there's, I guess there's been a couple of times like, like, like when he drops the bomb and he sees like, like everything. Bill he's Burr like, in Philadelphia? No, no, no. Because Bill Burr, he, went like, he, he went goes Adam, off yeah. and like heckles these people. Bill Hicks is like... Yeah, this is usually the, the around the time I clear the room, and he just doubles down. Like he acknowledges the fact that he's bombing, but embraces that moment. Yeah, because you, you, it's inevitable. You're gonna bomb if it's what you do, and somebody doesn't like it. You have to accept that. Yeah, because what you that. do is pretty niche. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty niche. I and mean, I hate the crowd that goes to it because there's pretentious. <laughs> fucks, dude. I fucking hate them so much, dude. <laughs> Dude, I can't. I if, can never forget the like, video. The video that I don't know if it was Diego or Brian sent of that some girl chick? going hard on a lollipop. And yeah, you're telling this really dirty poem, yeah, and I'm just yeah. all, "This is like that's your demographic that's, right yeah, there. That's your demo, dude. Like, it's great. I was like, wow. So this, this motherfucker's killing it. Yeah. So, so check this out. For for a very long time, when I was very when when I was experiencing extreme imposter syndrome. I, there was a, a a veteran like poet that was at one of the venues in East Village, and he pulled me outside. He goes, "Hey man, let's go outside and smoke a bowl." He didn't share anything. He just wanted to smoke a bowl and wanted me to stand with him, basically. Okay, asshole. <laughs> yeah, and I told him I was like, "Hey man, like I, I was basically going through my whole imposter syndrome thing. Like I'm, you know, like you guys have been doing this for years. Like yeah. you know, I don't feel good on blah blah blah." And I said, I write other shit that's not dirty, you know. And he goes, but you fucked up already. You already sold yourself as this character. Yeah, you already put that out there. Out there. <sighs> I mean. And, and at that point, I started questioning, like, will I ever break away from this character? Yeah. Is this me forever? Yeah, just do it. Yeah, you drop the dirty poet aspect. 
Like you, you. I had, did. I owned it for a very long time. Right, but you. But were, when I started writing shit that wasn't. Yeah, because you, you for a long time, you were also saying I'm a dirty poet. As soon I as was you put, owning it. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you do that, everybody's gonna expect a certain thing. But if you just say my first headline, that's how they headlined me. As. Right. But yeah, no, nah, you could drop that. You could completely change your tune if you want. You could do both, bro. Dude. We you can played, go back to it whenever you want to. I uh, I I brought this up uh, last week when we were hanging out. Do you remember the band Portugal the Man? Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. They did yeah. not start. They did not start. It wasn't that. Okay. It wasn't that. So yeah. I I I recently posted some new stuff that's been different from what I've posted before. Hate it. And <laughs> thank you. And. <laughs> What I wanted Awful. to what I wanted to say is like as you guys as creators create a new content that's somewhat I don't know if it's catered to the no you guys say it's selfish I'm super moody yeah. I say it's selfish he do has, you he do you ever it. find yourself in that situation where you're saying I'm going back to my roots No because I don't even know what my like, roots are like the, like I'm playing what's comfortable I'm doing what's what I yeah. know Yeah you do I do a lot like play what you know I think you should always play play what you, what you know. But sometimes, but pe- people want to experiment. The thing is, you could still do that. You don't want to experiment all the time. Yeah. Like just like in the kitchen, you're, you're not gonna go and be like, I'm gonna make a sandwich and then go put fucking ice cream in your sandwich. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but ice cream sandwiches are good. Yeah. But oh, it's okay. Wait, I gotta go, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, do it. Well, you asked the question, you so asked I'm the question. talking about something else. Do now. you want him to keep talking? We could we could just shoot the shit about this because um I think I think. Uh, there's nothing wrong with playing what you know. No, I like it. I I I don't I don't ever think of like oh I'm going back to my roots because like I said I don't know where my roots are. Right. I just I'm super fucking moody. I play whatever it is that I'm like oh okay yeah this is what I like to play right now, and I and I kind of let if I'm recording something, I kind of let that thing just kind of guide me. Like I'm not specifically setting out to be like oh I'm going to write. A country song or something. I'm not gonna, right. you know, like like whatever chord progression, whatever drum beats in my head, whatever comes first, that kind of dictates things. Right. And then sometimes it come becomes something completely different. That's producing. Yeah. I'll think it's gonna be something because I'm like, oh, this is the 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 wave I'm riding, and then all of a sudden I'll implement something else that just completely changes the direction. You're like, oh, this became something completely different, but that's yeah. cool too. Yeah, I feel like there is kind of a fine line between like composition and production yeah production can alter composition you know a hundred percent composition is like yeah i'm going to write something and it's going to be that yeah I, I, yeah i mean i think i think it's it happens to me all the time too like where i start with something and then i'm like ooh, what if i put this on it and of course i'll i have a million sketches and i yeah. have zero finished composition Dude, i have you know? so many fucking sketches that are like a folder just yeah, I've my, only have finished a handful. My thing right now is going back to just like doing it for fun and not caring so much about uh, Yo, why overanalyzing my my own my own yeah. stuff. Like, dude, that, that I, I don't. You. It doesn't mean that I'm gonna just like start releasing it, but like if you see my my social media, it's just like I'm just playing. Yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect. I don't care if this part came out ugly <clears throat> or whatever. I'm just gonna put something out because I felt it. Yeah, I know guys that are like. Oh man, everything you do should be going through like a preamp. It should sound amazing. It should you be put polished. something out. That's kind of what I've been doing. Feel like you have to put something out on a yeah. regular basis. No, I, for me it's a mood. It's like social media, like me talking to my phone. It's the same thing with me playing to my phone. So when I first started my blog, 
I kind of promised the audience I didn't have that I'd post every Monday and Friday. But you and were you, you were doing that. Up. And I was doing that, but then life hit. Yep. But as then it, life hit. As it does. And then I and then I eventually even publicized the post saying like I'm only posting when I fucking feel like it. Right. So that's that's happened haikus. to a lot of people that I know, especially in this quarantine where they find that they have a lot of time on their hands. Um and they're like, all right, I'm going to post on Twitch every day or every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever it is. Eventually, they're like, you know what? Like, I don't want to post today. Or it's just the poetry. It'll the take Instagram weeks off. The poetry thing that I was doing stopped doing it because the person that was running it was like, I, I, I want to go outside, dude. Like, yeah, they fell off. Bro, mm-hmm. that, and that's the thing, too, is like is when you start getting uh, active on uh, whatever it is uh, through Twitch or mm-hmm. producing something like that. I, t- I told uh, Diego that I was like, dude, I didn't leave like this station for like five days straight. So like I didn't go outside at all. One of the topics that yeah, the movie like, this soul is, bad. Touches this is unhealthy is being in the zone and being a lost soul. You really I'm spoiling t- it. For yeah. You. You're really talking about this movie. I feel like I shouldn't watch it. I just it. saw it last night. That's why. Yeah. And, by the way, you also derailed your question towards him. Yeah, well, you guys started. We're talking about other things when I came out of the Well, yeah. I thought you guys was it wasn't going to be it. dead. It wasn't going to be dead air. Okay, well, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's go back to it. So, what was the question? I forgot already. You're asking the wrong person. I just took a piss and thought about that long piss I took. Isn't it so relieving, like, as a guy? <laughs> it is. Pissing yeah. is good. So, my But question, my dogs enjoy that shit, too. Yeah. My question, I think, going back to it, if I can recollect, is. Touching back your roots, going yeah, back to pl- your roots. Yeah, going back to your roots. Oh, playing what you know. like yeah. Playing what you know. So, like, when you do that, do you feel like it's a crutch? It's like, this is like this has been like before. Like, it's hit before, it's going to hit again. No, because I think that Willie Nelson still plays old Willie Nelson songs. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that artists are entitled to be able to play their classics as much as they want. It's your fucking classic. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do it. Somebody doesn't like it, they don't have to listen. I, I bet you, I, I bet I you probably have I a hard time. Arrogance. I bet you I bet you have a hard time rereading poems that you already read before. Yes. But on stage. But to hype myself up, I'll reread poems that I knew hit. You should do and it. Dude, you you're you're literally like any other performer. I I, I I come back to it being like a comic just because like I mean, when we when we watch comedians, that's not the first time they're saying that. Oh yeah, joke. like how it's the same we thing. saw at the comedy show. But the thing is, I think I think you do have to have to do that and repeat those things um, because there could be a little cadence in the way you're delivering it that could change the way it's it's hitting that night. I do it mostly to psych myself up in a very selfish way, egotistical way, where yeah. it's like. It's like, fuck it. Like, I got this. Like, you know, like, yeah. I've done it before. I can do it again, you know? Of course. Yeah, That's what should. I'm saying. I encourage you to reread you should, your yeah. first poem. Like, next time you do, like, a Instagram one, mm-hmm. read your first poem you did. Now, that has been an issue for me because I did, I, I did a, I headlined an Instagram live, two, two of them. Mm-hmm. And I did clearly new shit. And at the end, I was like, I want to do one one of the old ones that I knew hit just so I could seal it off for me, you know, like for me. I didn't do it. (laughs) 
because pussy. Yeah, it, it, because I was like, no, like I I wanna I wanna like show them that I have new shit. Like they don't like for some reason I didn't believe in the greatest hits. Oliver's greatest hits. Oliver's yeah, greatest dude, hits. like I didn't. You're believe so in the new at it. Fuck hits. your greatest hits, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like. You're new at the it, performing aspect. Yeah, that's that's the right, why, because the- for me, it's still pleasing the consumer. Wanting them to come back. I told this to, to I won't name the person, but in a certain... Uh, You've been bleeping people out this people, entire podcast. Yeah, no, anytime I'm on, you're going to have to bleep <laughs> names and shit. But basically what happens is uh, certain band leaders and certain types of music start chasing the dancers. If people are dancing, they think that they're doing good. Right. And whenever people walk off the dance floor they're like oh shit we got okay let's stop this one and play another one a faster one people that don't know shit about music they're just drunk and on top of that like that's a fact on top on top of that it's like a club coming to me and telling me like hey man um let's not do that anymore because people aren't dancing to that stuff now the other it happened to us at sick one but that was for a very different reason that was because of covid right but um basically them being like uh, we don't like this stuff as much as we like this stuff. So can you guys do more of this? And at one point you say, okay, you're my boss. So if I want this gig. That. You say jump, I say how high. Then I'll do that. But it's also my choice to be like, fuck you, dude. Like, yeah. I'm going to play what I like to play. If I'm enjoying myself, if we're playing this really nice, people you are hired going, me. Yeah, people yep. are going to enjoy this. That's the artist. If thing. if we are sitting here chasing these dancers all night, the dancers show up, don't pay a cover, drink waters, don't fucking buy booze. They fucking sit down when a song is not the tempo that they want it to be. I'm sorry, I don't play I play dancers' music, but I don't chase them around. Right. Go they take a dance seat. To dude. My beats. Yeah, go sit down. Go sit down. And when you like what I'm playing, get up and dance. And yeah. if you don't like anything, that's not my fucking problem. Now, we have a colleague that every time we talk about his performances, he, to me at least, I don't know how he addresses it to you guys, maybe because I'm in the same world as you guys. He always says, the people are up and moving and I try to recreate that every single time. Okay. So... You should be a dance instructor. Yeah. It's like, at this point, like, are you doing the show because you want to put out your your craft or are you doing it because you want the audience reaction? Like me in planning, I've, I've had a few bands, a few projects that I kind of spearheaded and stuff. But now when I'm thinking about like my own project, mm-hmm. I don't even think about that. I actually am thinking about my show in terms of like... But when you're spearheading a project for someone else... Are that, you that's trying different. to make it to if they, their standards if or they to say, yours? Okay, say because it. they hired you for your uh, right. your knowledge and ability at this. So then if they say, okay, you're playing four hours of dance music, I say, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, you better have a lot of you better have a lot of traffic. Yeah. Your business and your dance floor better have new people coming in. We're, we're talking four hours, we're talking about a thousand people. And if they're dancing the entire time, they're not buying drinks. So that that and if exactly that's the dance for the whole time. He goes back to the show at the rabbit hole and how habit hole. We have to bleep that out. 
mm. and how oh, that first experience was so it was the the first high. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That. Okay, I know the what first you're high, about. and that's what he's chasing. It's the first high. Yes, he had a moment yeah. that he was like, we exactly. Got him. Yes, and I know the, those yeah. guys so, that turn around in the bandstand. We're like, we got so, him now. So yeah. to me, that's what oh, he, and he's that. So to me, that's what he constantly paints the the image of. Yeah. yeah. So, but he has that pornographic memory you know what yeah. I'm saying like where he remembers things very vividly yes so that's what I'm trying to get at you I didn't notice high, that again because okay, I may he may paint he may say different things that he does to me because again I'm not well yeah because it's it, but it's it's his perspective like no I'm saying I'm not saying it didn't happen I'm saying I didn't notice it yeah so what I'm saying is like since he hired you to do a certain position and mm-hmm. conduct certain things that's also you, why he didn't notice it are you doing it to please his so then so then now in that in that perspective mm-hmm. for that certain presentation that group that i'm i am going of. with taking that into consideration saying okay the music that we play has to do this has to achieve dancers all so day it's more your standards than his it's it's more no it's more about being like okay if we're going to play this music for that purpose then, then we're going to do it for that purpose now if we that certain group is a dance party band. So that's the whole point of that. So then all this music that we choose for that band has to serve that purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, to make that work, to make people dance for an hour long, you have to give them physical breaks. Yeah. And like audio auditory, auditory breaks. breaks too. Mm-hmm. You can't blow their ears out and you can't have them fucking high stepping for an hour straight because somebody's going to have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And so you have to like design the music that way. Design not even just ride. not even just set the the, the the song list, but also the energy. When you're playing a certain mm-hmm. song, maybe the song's killing and fast or whatever, and people are dancing, but you see that your crowd's thinning out a little bit, then it's like, okay, let's tone it down. Let's, let's tone it down. Keep keep the intensity. Just tone it down. All right, let's bring the volume down. Okay, let's do uh, here a solo. Let's do this. Like those are very simple ways of reading a crowd. And I, I think one of the best crowd readers in his heyday, and I'm not saying he's not anymore, but whenever I was on tour with the B-side players, Carlos never had a set list and always read the fuck out of the crowd. And he was just calling songs and starting off songs, and the crowd was just like and rocking the crowd. He didn't have the same set list every night and have this one moment where everybody put your hands up. It was yeah. not that catered, curated experience. Well. Yeah. To where do you have that same reaction that he's talking about? It's different. What now. reaction? Is that he that where oh, he where the, he where he could read the crowd? Yeah, exactly. Do you have that same feeling that like he knew his shit? That like he didn't need a set list. He went off puro feeling. Uh, it's well, puro feeling. Well, the most of. recent gig that I, I that's it's because kind of COVID, it's not really count, yeah, yeah, it doesn't really yeah. count. But and we're not playing his music anymore. That yeah, that's true. We we didn't play originals um but yeah when when i when i hit the road with him yeah it was like it was like that and i i like those those leaders too i those actually i i actually kind of think i'm good at at choosing songs and reading the crowd that way too because there's mm-hmm. been plenty of times where i wasn't the leader of the group but the person who was leading it sucked at that you and was and, and i would take over and i was okay and they were okay with me doing that right. and then the crowd was like yeah like and then sometimes but for you're, us, you're the type of person that will take initiative to make the boat not sink. 
Yeah, I don't like to immediately. You don't take like command, to do it, but, but I'll you'll do it if I if fucking I, do yeah, it. Yeah, I'll do it mm-hmm. if I like. Oh, this is like going bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but also what what Omar was saying in terms of like, oh, you know, we can't be like this on a tra- upward trajectory the whole time, or else, like you said, people are going to keel over. They're going to have a heart attack or whatever. But also for us too, we are also human. If we're fucking playing burners for an hour straight, it's like, hey man, like. We need a we need a little yeah. bit of a we need a little bit of a break too. That's why Dave Chappelle's like a master of time and space, right? Dude, his timing it's beautiful is fucking surgical, dude. Yeah. Surgical. So coming so in Minecraft, one liners are pretty common because you like in that MF Doom uh, little sample they were that in the interview that he was doing that they sampled it from he talks about in writing yeah. how like you want to fuck with the audience expectations you carry a rhyme so much that you ex- that they're expecting a certain word to follow but they just throw something completely fucking right. different mm-hmm. to throw them off right especially when it's going really good exactly yeah, yeah you're going down a road and then all of a sudden we're like nope we're gonna go exactly. this way and then we're gonna go that it's way. when you fuck yeah. like a wide receiver expectations yeah. that it makes it palatable or at least more yeah yeah and well that's whenever you have your control over them because exactly. see if you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's too much, all over yeah. the place and they're like okay yeah. like, there's no way or say with this you got you got to let you got to stay on the path for a little bit but that's why he's the fucking super villain dude <laughs> like oliver yeah. loves doom dude yeah. R.I.P. Doom. So Brian, Diego, and I on the previous episode were having this conversation of if you can invite your top five role models to like a birthday party, who would they be? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That wasn't it. The question was celebrities, not Cele- role models. Celebrities. Yeah, so we had top five living males celebrities, and living, females. Living, living, living. Yeah, we had living. We had top five uh, male and female. Sofia Vergara. Oh, wow, he's going female first. We went male first. Interesting. Wow, okay. Sophia. Sophia You're getting those out of the way. First. Yeah. May I ask why? Oh, it's like my childhood crush. That's like my, oh, my okay, number okay. one. Really? Yeah. Really? Not because she's multicultural and no, not at all. You know who is my childhood crush? No, it's, it's clearly like me with Tatiana Ali. She's just like, going to get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know she's who is my childhood crush along those lines? Tatiana Ali. No, That's no, me. no. Vida Guerra. Ooh, who's, <laughs> wait, who's that? Oh, you don't know. Maxim Magazine. Don't oh, put that? it on. Who's that? Put it on. All right, but hold on. I'm not. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, she looks bad now. No, I was gonna say she looks right. like an auntie. Hold on. Like let's say like 2002. Well, I mean Tatiana Ali are starting to age now too. The pick the start of FHM. Dog. Wow. <laughs> now this one. is this one. No, down now here. this is this like one. a TV this person, one. or yes. who is this? She was. Uh, video, how do I? How video, do I not know this? Video vixen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like the porn site. Yeah. Not porn though. Uh, vixen porn. is the porn site. Right, right, right. right. But right. No, I, mean, I mean, like a, mu- a music video vixen. Yeah. Here it is. Like a like a video. Look at her, dude. She's beautiful. Yeah. That was my that was my jam. Go on, so Sophia. This is. I feel like she has that style in these pictures that we're seeing. She has that Latina style that like Tego Calderon was singing in Oye Mi Canto. Exactly. This yeah. is exactly this, who you're talking this, about. This She's was, Cuban, yeah, I this think. This was my chick, though. But do don't, you remember Oye Mi Canto? No, no, we're getting derailed. Tego Calderon, Daddy Yankee. Hold on, hold on. We're, <laughs> yeah, he, we're in my story. I only gave you one so yeah. far. All right? Yeah, relax, Doom. <laughs> Ease up. Yeah. All right, that's one. one. Um, I'm probably going to go with 
Viggo Mortensen. Whoa, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. Holy shit. We're talking about celebrities. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Lo- love that. Completely different, but we're freaking <laughs> yeah, out. Like, yeah. Wow, that's fucking cool. <laughs> um, I I do like. Um, well, I'll go. I'll go another. I'll do boy, girl, boy, girl kind of thing. Okay. You know? okay. Okay. So then, the next girl is gonna have to be. There's shame. There's shame here. There's a little bit of shame. There's shame here. Why though? Nah, I'll pivot. I'll pivot. Nah. Shame? shame? No. no yeah. Okay. For the boys. For the boys. For the morning br- drinkers podcast. Nah, I won't do no shame. Ah, ah. Off air. Off air. Um, Mas puto. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. Uh... Oh man. See now I'm I'm kind of like. So you gotta say it now. Like I said, Action Bronson, fucking. Mike Tyson, right, 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 like you know, people like I wanted a lyricist, a fighter, and right, 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 like right, a comedian, yeah, right? right. You know? Okay, he could listen to that podcast. Yeah, he wants to know that. Our yeah, list. so it, this is a this is our my third one for this. The second lady that I will use is probably gonna be Esperanza Spalding. Okay, so that's one that that's one that I gotta Great have. Okay. Bassist, Music dude. and okay. composer and like yes. I know you know. For <laughs> I know you know. Stop. Fourth one. I'm gonna have to bring game bread, hey, George but, Masvidal. Oh my hey, god! Your <laughs> the, the, tr- the Trumper himself. Yeah. Up. Hey, hey, but he would set Spalding, this shit on fire, dude. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna lie though; those early fucking record covers of Esperanza Spalding, I used to she's, froth my milkshakes to that, dude. Okay, like, <laughs> all right. That uh, that I don't. I, it's because I love natural hair, dude. Yeah, and that yeah. fucking afro with that stand up bass, dude. I'm oh just, yeah. And right. then I think the last one's gonna have to be Cesar Milan, dude. Oh, wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Those are my five. But that was, but see, that's boy, girl, boy, girl. Yeah, oh, it should no, be five, five, five guys, males. five girls. Oh, dude, that, it'd go for days. Okay, I was trying to be like selective because I thought no, I only had no, 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 five guys, five girls. So you have like four dudes right now, I think, or three. I got three dudes, two, two, two girls, two girls. Um, let's see, another girl to throw in the mix. Here's the shame. Like, who do you want to cut the cake and, and Here's sing the happy shame. birthday to? Or who do you want to pop out of the cake? Oh, and man. That, Diego said... Anna Sheree to Anna pop Sheree. out of it. From the ceiling. She wants to come out of the cake. <laughs> there's, a, there's an actress chick, Colombian actress chick, another Colombian girl. You like Colombians. What is the name? Like Juana, Juana del Rio. She's like very slim, very petite. Badass actress. You got to watch this. That looks like Frontera okay. Verde. She's cute. You got to watch Frontera Verde. She's like. Have you ever seen Monarca? Yeah. Okay. So she she's number three. That's number three right there. Okay. All right. Was that Asian guy? I don't know. <laughs> that, that could be me. It's a co-star. It's <laughs> that a co-star. should be me. That, that, that could be me. You. All right. <laughs> Graham Hancock has to be there. Dude. All right, Graham Hancock made it. Hell yeah. Graham Hancock, Graham, Han- Graham Hancock has okay. to be there. Hell yeah. Um, Graham's Hancock. Yeah. I definitely want Liam Neeson. Like either yeah, Liam Neeson. either Robert Rodriguez or or uh or what's his face? Uh Quentin. Quentin, one of those okay. two. Okay. Um Liam Neeson's. Liam Neeson's. <laughs> yeah, Liam Neeson's. All right, so you have Two more females Vigo to go? Vigo Mortis. Yeah. Vigo Mortis. That's, like, I can't believe that. Like, you, it came out so organic. That was like the dog, first one. Dog. Go watch Eastern Promises right now, dog. You're Honestly, gonna... if it could be... 
that were dead. So Matt Charles Damon, Bronson, dude. I want Charles Bronson in my party. Dude, you love Charles. Dude, Bronson. Matt Damon's Just of my badass, grandpa, dude. dude. My grandpa, Keanu Reeves, bro. Ooh, Keanu Reeves would be dope. Yeah. Keanu's Reeves. Keanu's Reeves. Reeves. No, is okay. he, so he's one so of them? Is yeah. Okay, like, so he's four. Who's the He's fifth? four. And for fifth one, um, I'll probably say Jacob Collier. Okay. Oh, interesting. Who's that? Uh, what? Who's that? Look the musician. Boy Wonder. You've seen him, yeah. This this dude. Is, oh. This little, this little virgin. It, it, you know what That's I should do? Virgin. You know what would make it like, easier for me is I should just look at. Was like, that Steel ball? guy that played in fucking Gilbert's? Open, uh, open jam. Oh, Johnny Steele. God, dude, like great that little fucking brilliant name. Oh my god, what a great the name! But when name. I, when you first see him, you're like, this fucking virgin only plays drums, dude. He doesn't. Oh, he's la- he's laying pipe, dude. Oh, he's, he, shout out to the Steel man. I know. Himself. Shout out to him, dude, because like <laughs> the Steel Maestro. Hey, yeah. those Wednesday jams at Panama, they were pretty fun sometimes. Yeah, I would. Go, all, I would all jams were fun. Pretty toasty on those. All the yeah. ja- all the jams at one point in time were all the pretty Sunday fun. funk jams as well, dude. They're all right. They're all right. Yeah. They're all right. Now, what jam? Okay, now what was jam there, do you miss the most? No, 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 no. I was about to ask: Is was there ever a jam that you were like, "Oh fuck, I gotta do this jam"? Oh, it's like I'm hired to it. Yeah. Yeah, as in like that you're like, because I'm assuming that like. Yeah. Like for, I'm it, not gonna answer this question because okay, yeah. I hurt people's feelings enough when it comes to music choices and. You don't have to say. Names I just said yeah. Or, or That's venues. why I just said yeah. You just yeah. say yes or no. Yeah. 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 yeah pretty pretty much all of them except for one. Because like. <laughs> Cause like for me, whoever's a, listening, that person, one, that's that's you. That's, as a person, <laughs> yeah, that was, exactly. As a person that was romanticizing the idea of going out there and being seen, it was more like, "Fuck, okay, I have to do this jam, but I'm doing my due diligence to be known." Right. So, did you ever see it like I have to do it because I have to, or like I'm doing this as a favor at this? Well, point? there there is there is one that I was a, both, was a probably. community thing where you like had to go put in your time, mm-hmm. and I still will forever, and that's the one that I like. Um, but the other ones are all fun until people don't know how to pivot and they stay on the same road and it's a straight road forever. Mm-hmm. And it's same eleven songs. It sucks. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter if it's the same songs. Yeah. The vibe is what, oh, what counts okay, the okay. most. Right. It just plateaus. Yeah. If you can't do it, come on, man, you gotta play the classics. I'm all about playing the classics, but you have to do it right. Yeah. And whenever the Whenever the road is straight like that, it's like the road to fucking Vegas sucks. But if when you get to Vegas, it's bomb, right? Mm-hmm. So then, like, if you just got that same road and you just never got to Vegas, that's how some of these jam sessions feel. Uh, and gigs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's what this whole Corona thing. And I've I've probably hurt some people's feelings when because I've said it in person to them or they've heard where I was like, honestly, this whole lockdown thing made me realize how many gigs i was doing that i did not enjoy yeah it's true i just like so do you see it as a blessing now i never honestly i never thought frustration of like i should have just said no earlier no not neither so there's no regret basically no No, there's no regret it just this this whole lockdown it's funny like i don't I'm not super like, oh, this this fucking sucks. Like, yeah, there's aspects where it for sure sucks. You know, the loneliness factor, that kind of thing. The fact that we I can't are, go out to get a beer. Well, yeah, we can't just do little basic things um, without either getting hassled or something. You know, yeah. but dude, I fucking learned a lot this year. I've had a lot yeah. of time on my hands, and if and if and if yeah, it's day ten, dude. Yeah, 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If if like, I mean, yeah, the 2020 is what I mean, not this right, past right. year. But like, what what I mean is just like I've I read a lot. I fucking I taught myself this shit. Like, I don't know, man. I blessing, right? Yeah, Blessing if you took disguise. advantage, if you took advantage of that time, it's a fucking. There's a lot of people that still are mourning the what ifs. Well, those are the people that probably aren't. Are those the are the people that aren't aren't adapting because one thing that is always common with human beings, life in general, is that you got to adapt. You if you to. can't adapt, then you're gonna fucking die. You're gonna storm the Capitol. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's just like, again, like I want to tie everything into the artistry of it because. If anything, that's one thing that ties us as a group, as a friend, as a friend uh, collective, is that we have different, we come from different walks of life, we have different experiences, but the one thing that we share mutually is that we're performers. Right. Yeah. And having the different perspective of the same craft, in a way, even though it's, sim- it's different, kind of helps us grow. Or see things through a different light because I look at te- I look at you guys as veterans because I'm a newbie, dude. Like I'm, I regret that I didn't do this earlier. But you, but you're you doing something that. that we don't do. Yeah. So you're kind of you're, you're bushwhacking right but now. But there's like, still yeah. overlap. The 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 performance still, aspects overlap. But the, see, the thing is, you've been but, performing too, though. Like I said, I can't a, perform. Uh, I can't perform that stuff that you're performing. I guess, yeah. I can't. But, like, so check this out. The last time we got together when you weren't present, Brian, I, and the group got into a deep conversation of performance anxiety, which is something that, though we're performing different crafts, Never had is it. something we share. Brian and I have performance anxiety where we'll do different things to either put us in the zone, psych us out, or make us realize that we have to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, but that extends my performance anxiety extends to like all facets of life. I have like anxiety, se- severe anxiety for See, like now. Mine's selective anxiety because one of the topics we touched on was sex. When mm-hmm. it comes to performing in bed, I don't have anxiety at all. Mm. But when it comes to going on stage, my heart pumps through my chest. Yeah, but I'm we're, like, but we're, we're shaking my drink. That's like kind of you're blurring the the or not blurring but you're mixing the performance the act of performance in so many different ways that performance is like different for each one of those arts just like it is for judo mm-hmm. you're performing because you're not really fighting although yeah. you're fighting in a controlled yeah. i feel more exp- confident playing judo than i do bjj right that's so th- and and that's that's it's cool to see them all as like performances. I mm-hmm. mean, just the act of talking, being friends with somebody is kind yeah. of a performance if yeah. you want to think of it that way. But very different. If you if one thing gives you anxiety and another doesn't, it's not because only this thing gives you anxiety. It's because your anxiety is stemming from somewhere else. It's not just the fact that you have to perform that's giving you anxiety. It's all the maybe lack of preparation or the doubts or maybe the... Uh, mis, uh, how can I say it? Like misunderstanding of what you're actually doing in that moment. Like if you thought you were gonna fight and you went into a judo competition and you went there like you were gonna fight, then you're gonna fight like a dude that's like ah, you're gonna be clawing and fucking biting at motherfuckers. But if you went in there as a performer that maybe said, okay, I've trained. These are the moves that I know that I'm best. At. It's like me if I was like gonna roll 
And I was like, I know one submission pretty well, and I haven't even been able to execute it. But that's the only one that I'm going to go for because that's the only one I know. I'm going to stick to my classics. Mm -hmm. Now, if I showed up to a performance and they go, play, I'm not going to nacho libre and try and fake a song. I'm going to play something that I know. And so that's why I don't get anxiety because I know that there's a tool, a bag that I already have. So maybe it's preparation that gives me that sort of confidence or maybe it's just a confidence in knowing that I have something. So for me and my anxiety on the stage stems from imposter syndrome. Have you ever felt imposter syndrome? Of course, but but that's something that I embrace. Just being able to be that. So you, from what I know, from what I know, you worked your way to get to where you are now. For me, and we've had this conversation before, I kind of just landed on it. That's how it happens, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, I went from... Right place, right time. No, but you worked... Exactly. But exactly. That's, but that's bullshit because you did work, too. I, I put in the work, like I said, going to three places, at like, every night, but... No, like, no, no, but the work's done before that. You've, yeah. you've, you've been writing for how long? Right. Years. And so even then, been, your so mentality, the you're just expressing what's but going on in your head. But I've never performed it doesn't before. matter. And then that's when the work, I did, though. it just kind of all fell it's no different. Once, it's yeah. no different than if we rehearsed a song that we've never performed live. We put in the work that we've rehearsed it. Right. We learned the song. Mm. it's the same thing and even then sometimes like being on stage and just being able to draw something out of thin air but you know it because you listen to it you analyzed it so much you like i we could play these pop radio songs because you've heard them so many fucking times Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like there's work going on whether it's subconscious or not that recall that ability to to say i know that song what is it something like this all right we can fake our way make our way through it Make it recognizable. Well, it's kind of the same thing like me lately with the leather thing, and I'm trying to get into um, actually doing designs on it, not just, you know, cuts. Yeah. I'm not going off of stencils. I'm going off of this. And so I'm going, I can freehand this because I'm trying to develop two things at once. The actual craft itself when it comes to all the techniques, but I'm also trying to develop my artistry and my, my creativity in that sense. I could just as easily go and get my tablet out and start tracing on, you know, wax paper and yeah. put it on there and stencil it and then work on my technique. That wouldn't be fulfilling to me. I'm, I'm like a multitasker. And so that's how I like it to express myself. Whenever I go on stage with somebody and I've never played any music with them, I'm actively playing and listening. You're feeling them out. There's, yeah. there's multiple You're things. You're reading them like how we do in fighting. Yeah, there's multiple yeah. things going on. And so... That's helped me a lot as a as a sideman, and because guys are like, "Oh, dude, I can just play anything." You can and that's along. where we're different because it's just me on stage. Yeah. yeah, and you guys have the ability or the chance to follow someone if you don't know, right? But you have the crowd. Yeah, the crowd is the other side of you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like when when someone like we've had this conversation when someone goes on there before me and they fucking kill. They murder, and then you have to follow it. And it's my turn to follow. It's like, are you pumped? Are you nervous? He's nervous. I'm nervous, dude. Is it? Are you pumped sometimes? Sometimes, because it's like, okay, when I'm confident, like again, when it when it was that time when I performed at the other place, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do the same. The next one, I went in there hot, dude. That's good. And then it 
fucking tumbled down. That's when I was like, oh. it didn't. But see, it didn't, it didn't tumble. You can't please everyone. Yeah, you can't please everyone. And if you nailed it and your cadences were right and you liked the way it came out, did you record that, it? These guys oh. that put on this, that, was, this was before. Before, so when I the my first ever time on stage, you guys went, and then. There was a very there was a long period of time where I was just going by myself, not right. telling anyone, like just, yeah. just to put in the work. Just shedding, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. And then I was like telling my friends, like, hey, can you go? Can you film me so no, no, I no, know but, what to correct? But but right. but I mean, uh, just record audio. Put your phone down like on a stool. Oh, I never did that. Because I would I, because then because yeah, it's like then you could tape. yeah then you could Sports. analyze. You could also analyze, like he said, it was the cadence the same as the previous. Mm-hmm. Because if it's the exact same, your delivery was the exact same, it, it just wasn't the crowd for you. Oh, yeah. It doesn't mean you fucked up. Pro tip number one that we should have talked about. Yeah. yeah. Because, see, that's when you do sports, when you now, do judo, you yeah. watch your, you review your tape. Yeah. yeah. So I never saw any of the other veteran poets do it. So for, I'm sure they have. Yeah. I never asked. Who cares? Fucking, I never asked. Then be the first. If nobody else is doing so, it, they're late yeah, to the game. True, exactly. So for me, it was. I fell into the realm of like, how am I going to fit in? And it was a very dark period of me because of, of, of it, me involved in that world because I was more focused on writing pieces like we talked about earlier that I knew was going to not even a please, not even please the crowd, but please my poet friends. Mm. Kind of like I was writing shit to see. You're if trying would, to please the peers. Exactly. Like to see because. Because there was a lot of people that were newbies going up there that were, yeah, pleasing the crowd. But for me, it was like, if I can make the veterans laugh or if I can make them, you know, like have a different feeling, then it was like, okay, then I'm doing something right. Yeah. It seems like you're fighting the battlefront on like multiple, you know, fronts. It's like like, I was never doing it for me. It was more. I would would suggest you should. You should try just doing it for you now. Yeah, dude. And because get if punk I rock, were to get punk rock with yeah, it, like, if I were to if else. I were to create something and then bring it to Omar and be like, "Hey, man, like, what do you think of this?" And then he may just say it's cool, but if I were to say like, "No, but like, what would you do differently?" Because I'm seeking his approval. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's probably gonna have some critiques. But if I'm having to come back to him every time, it's no longer my project. It's yeah, exactly. His. So for a period, I was like sharing my works with other peers and trying to see how like the least amount of critiques and, and like errors that they could point out. No, and it's, it's not about that. And it, it became a competition of like, because I had this imposter syndrome of like, then I had, a, I felt like I had to prove myself that it's like, I want to prove to you that I can do your job better than you. And that's when I started getting way too fucking cocky. Well, and yeah, now you're now it's becoming a, a competition. And, yeah, and, dude. And like I lost the love for it, and I just started doing it because I I looked at it almost like a job, like competition, yeah. like judo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas if if you were say like on tour with somebody mm-hmm. and you did the same jokes every night and you heard each other do the same jokes every night, some nights that you bombed, some nights you killed, mm-hmm. you would realize real quick who the master is. And who the student is. Yeah. And that ha- that's happened to me for years and years and years. There's nights, very rarely, where I come out as the master. Mm. And on those nights, my master is the first one to come to me and be like, damn, kid, you're fucking you're killing, killing it. it. Yeah. You're killing them today. Mm-hmm. We get off stage and everybody's like, oh. Yeah. And on the other nights, you're just like, 
Damn. Damn. Happens to me, dude. It still does all the time. I just did the tour in, in Florida. I bombed every night. Because <laughs> I have, there's a segment that's me. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, I bombed every night. I was out of practice. Didn't have anything new to say or anything relevant to say. Why? Because I haven't been doing that. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm, I sit back and I watch the master do it. And he's just like on fire. Yeah, just licking it. And I just got to be like, yo, you're killing them. Yeah. You're killing them. You know, it's happened to me for a long time. I learned that I'm not in competition with him, that we're just doing our parts. And some nights when we're both on fire and nobody can stand in your way. So are you in competition with yourself? I'm in competition Always. with myself. Always. Only myself. Always. And that's where I have the tendency to not dis- to not I have the I don't have the skill to distinguish that. But you have you have that potential inside of you. You know it because that's where your confidence actually comes from. Yeah. I just know to fight. That's it. That's where your fight comes yeah, from. Yeah, like I just know to fight. Like if like But see even I, I feel like I corner myself to where I have to breach out. So like, instead of like Already coming out striking. So there's a there's a common uh, which is the theme of the poem. I right. Well, there's a common theme in in at least jujitsu, at least the martial art that I'm in. That mm-hmm. you know we've been training is that like even if you're competing and rolling with someone or whatever, mm-hmm. that's not your competition. It's still you. Mm-hmm. Like even if they tap you, you should thank them because they just pointed out the hole in your game. Right. And so you should now review the tape, and then you're gonna be better tomorrow. Not to face them. But to know, like, oh, there was a hole there. I didn't recognize I it. Patch it. I patch it, and now I'm better. Okay, yeah. See, now, I'm glad that I can ask you guys this and get, like, a solid response with substance to it. Because if I were to ask my other colleagues, there's, the, again, the world that I'm involved in is so fucking stuck up and pretentious that it's, like, Everyone, everyone has this, the common answer of saying, like, I got out of it. You can, too. You know? Like, I mean, like, that, that's just the simple. That's just a, but like, the thing is, you're closer with us, too. You're not like, <clears throat> you, yeah, just revi- you, just, you just refer to them as colleagues. Mm-hmm. And so they're not even your friends. They're not even, you know. Because right. you can't have friends there. You can. You can. You can. And, See, but, the thing is, you're I know also. What you're saying. There's an in crowd. And and you don't want to even want to be part of and that. And don't. But dude. see, that's also such a small in crowd. This is only San Diego you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, like. This may not even be the right city for your shit, you know. It's true, or maybe it is. The, it. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the cool place to to be the trailblazer, you know. Yeah. Because you you have like kind of a, a lukewarm scene that you can kind of get in. Everyone used to, freaking, guys used to go, "Hey man, how's the scene in San Diego?" And I'd be like, "Lame, bro. It's slow." It's true. And then they would ask somebody else, and they'd be like, "Oh man, the water's warm. Come come on in." Mm-hmm. And it's like, good luck, bro. Yeah, I've been here for 15 years and the water's not warm for me, mm, you know? So that person who's saying that must have some little concept of success that they're already tapped mm-hmm. into. And I'm looking at it like, this shit has so much room to grow. Mm. Yeah. And so for you, the water's not going to be warm because you don't have your own scene to make you feel like the water's warm. Mm-hmm. So you, And that's how I feel about the San Diego music scene too. Because what I want to play is not really like what people want to hear. I end up in projects that I like to play the stuff, but they never end up doing it for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They don't get me off. Mm. Like, you know, it's yeah. like Yeah, okay. And so, yeah. That's and good. so then 
I'm, I want to be a little bit of a trailblazer in the sense that when I present my personal art, mm-hmm. I want people to be like, oh, cool. I know that stuff. I know what you're playing. I just never expected to hear it here. I never expected you to play that. I never expected that, that to come from you. And so little by little, I'm kind of like, it's like I'm chipping away at the stone and I'm like, Little by little, I'm going to shape it the way I want it to be so I can form my attack. You know what I'm saying? Like, And have you ever had a response where people are like, play the shit we like? Like, yeah. All the time. Like, like people being like, hey, play that one song. All the time. Just the past gig. You kidding me? Every show. Yeah. It's people, imagine people. It's, it's like, it's like you're playing something that's like killing and you as again in the art know that it's killing and they're like, fuck Freebird. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. Every imagine time. you're an impressionist and they're going, hey, do Freebird. Hey, do Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Hey, do whatever. Hey, you're a DJ now. At that In their eyes, you're just a DJ. Yeah, bro. I actually have a video on my blog where I have it recorded, like people having that reaction to me, dude. And like I, up to today, when I was writing in my journal, I had that moment where I was like, I should go back and listen to my old shit to, you know, hype me up again. Right. To, to remind myself that I am cool. Right. And, <laughs> you just listen to it anyway. And, and I was going back and I meet, I fell into that video where like people were like, no, do the other shit. And I was, and I just kind of like, again, it just hit the ego. Fuck him. I've been saying for three years that I was going to release a record. That is true. But I know what you're it, saying. It's it's like again, you guys have been in this world way longer than I have. That when I first heard that, him even longer I, than me. I it it still hurts me as like <clears throat> like fuck, dude. Like sometimes I want to do me, but I say I feel like you do you all the time. Who cares? And that's yeah. what like you know why you know why it doesn't bother me. Because when I first started doing this, like music for me, you know, is this. Um, my dad would go, hey, play, play that La one. Marcha de Zacatecas. Oh. And then I would play it. Yeah. And he'd be like, yeah. like 15 seconds. Yeah. Like, Call yeah. his homies. You know, and then I was like, I'll play shit on the saxophone. And he'd be like, hell yeah, 15 seconds. And he'd go do something. Yeah. And I was like, I'm still like 10 bars into the song. Like, yeah. But then... I'd be practicing something else, and he'd come up to me and be like, "Hey, your tío's here. Toca la marcha de Zacatecas." And I would go at it, and I always did it, and I did it because I wanted to please my pops, because he thought it was cool, or at least I thought he thought yeah. it was cool, whatever the fuck. But anyways, I would do it. So now, when somebody goes. Play La Mancha Zacatecas. Yeah. Like, all right, I could do it. When somebody goes, play Freebird. Yeah, I could do it. What else you got? What else you want me to play? Yeah, but play this. I'm talking about like being in the zone and saying like wanting to do something else. I do. See, I've always had an attitude. See, I'm too nice. I try to please everyone, man. I'm I'm nice too, but I mean, if you're going to sac- sacrifice the, my happiness in order to please you. Putting a performance ah. is to put a performance that you know they're going to like. I don't know. No. Like we have now, a view on now it. My, my view is you got to show show them something they don't even know they like. Like, I haven't oh, gotten to I, the point of, like, you hired me, I'm going to do what you, like, what the, like, you know. Sorry. Like, so so this is this is what maybe was, you misunderstood from what I was saying. It doesn't bother me that people ask me to do stuff. Mm. 
because I've had that since the beginning. Mm -hmm. Whether I choose to do it or not, it just depends on what mood I'm in. That that too. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they maybe they maybe they suggest a song that I'm like, that's actually a dope song. I'm down to do that. Yeah, exactly. You're but like, if they're suggesting okay. fucking obviously like we're gonna use Freebird again, if they're suggesting Freebird, like no, I'm not gonna do right. that shit. But maybe maybe I'm in the mood to fucking yeah. do it. And I'm like, hey, let's play Freebird right now. Yeah. And cats are like, do I know? I'm like, we'll figure it out. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Somebody called for it. Yeah. It's like I'm not Leonard Skinner. But I'm gonna fucking do the track. Also, sometimes money does talk because there's been plenty of times where there's tip a tip jar. Down. The tip comes down, and you're like, "That's a good tip. Let's we're gonna run. play this song." Key of E flat. Yeah, Take the baseline for a walk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's, there's no tips at my gig. There will be. There will be. And you should start. You should start that trend. Yeah. You should be like, all there's right, no shame in that. Be like, show hey. up with the t-shirt that has your Venmo account on it, and be like, yeah. hey, if you guys, first and foremost, if you like what I'm saying, here's my Venmo account. If you don't like what I'm saying, here's my Venmo account. You know, like yeah. get those tips going. Like, if you make, he doesn't like that. Tips, he doesn't like that. I can see it in his eyes. He's like, I don't really I don't, like I don't that. Trust Venmo, but that's different. But oh yeah, he doesn't have Venmo. So check this out. Like, I know, I know. Like there is a cat that used to do this shit. He moved. Yeah, that's the proper pronoun for him. He moved, and it's one of those people. Yeah. Gotcha. And he actually introduced the concept of male poems. Or it's like a subscription base. Like you pay me this amount a month, and every week I'm gonna send you a personal piece to through the mail. That's kind of nice. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of work after a while. That's a lot of work after a while. But now it's like. But like, if that's your work, then that's cool. You're like, hey, I got ten poems I gotta write this this week. That make fuck it. I'm quitting my job. Yeah, but like keeping up with. The user like to keep them want to keep subscribing. Yeah, because yeah, if that's you, the, if, that's the hole you dug yourself. Okay? That's but what that's you really a, that's, do, you're, do you're, you're providing a service, so yeah. you better have your service well thought out. Hey, dude, so, I'm like, writing you haikus every every. You're gonna read read my haiku, and you're gonna be like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'm glad I did that." Mm -hmm. Yeah, but only if what I wrote to you is something that I believe in. You know what I'm saying? Because because mm -hmm. at one point it just. Because otherwise like you're a fortune drawing cookie. shit out just to draw shit out. Yeah, you're a fortune cookie writer at that point. If yeah. But Which then, is but then, lucrative too. Yeah, it's lucrative. <laughs> However, if if you're doing it for money, then yeah, keep doing it. But if you're doing it for the art, then you you also need the ability to recognize, hey, I'm just writing to write. This is dog shit. Can I also? I I actually regret not bringing this up earlier because I was a little drunk. Do it and let's wrap it up soon because yeah. we're already we're already in. All right. Um, during this pandemic, at the beginning of the pandemic. Plenty people hit me up to collab in projects that never came through. Welcome to the club. That has happened how many? Millions of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude. Yeah. Like, Welcome to the club. I got bombarded. There was only one that came through, and it's that book that's published right there. Right. But Cool. But you're in a book. I'm in a book, yeah. But still, like, I got people that approached me saying, like, hey, we want to turn one of your pieces into a play. Like... Dude, if there's one thing I know, and we know a lot of people like this, talk pe a lot of shit. People like to talk. Yeah, artists are flaky, dude. I or or they bit off more than they I, can. So shoot. what I'm trying to say is, like, I haven't experienced that side of the artist world oh, before. Yeah. And during pandemic, when you when everyone has all the time in the world, for them to not follow through with it just made me more insecure. Of like, maybe they just chose someone else. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they just didn't go through with it. And more often than not, they probably just didn't go through with it. I mean, let, Knowing how people are. Let me tell you something that my good friend Al told me once. And he he's one of these guys that always makes up these metaphors. Sometimes they hit, sometimes they don't. Whiskey wisdom? <laughs> yeah, dude. Nice. He, he goes, 
Oh, it's California, man. Everybody has dandruff. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, everybody's flaky, flaky, man. Yeah. Oh. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's true. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've only I've only lived here. I mean. This is a guy like that's a lived, like, mm-hmm. internationally. Because, like, Californians are from, lazy. Like, in Myself Hawaii, included. it's such a small island where. They're even lazier. But you're bound to run into someone at least twice. Right. So. Yeah, you'll get called out. They'll get called out, and it's like, okay, now I have to fucking do it. Nah, because sometimes some, some dude, people won't do it anyways. Right? Yeah, yeah, some people yeah, won't. There, do it. Are, there is that. Pocket you know how many times I've won't. called people out? They still don't do it. Yeah. They say I'm an asshole. I'm like, because I pointed out what you said you were going to do, and you didn't, you didn't do, it. do it. Yeah. How am I an asshole? You're the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's I don't know, man. Like, yeah, for me, this is all new. I'm I'm getting <clears throat> I'm dipping my toes. Get back into I it. I have keep questions, doing it. but. I might have an answer. I might not. Yeah, it's it's just you have to let. I'm a, I'm afraid to let things happen. That, I want to know beforehand. That's that's my thing. That, oh, but yeah. that pat that's that that's that like you choose the high road thing. Sometimes you just gotta let it out. Let the cat out the bag. Like fuck it. Yeah, but like, say what once, needs to be said. Once I'm on that road, I want to make sure that I don't hydroplane because when I do hydroplane, I don't know how to like readjust myself onto just brace for impact. Just brace for impact. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, Dude, you're gonna you're gonna crash and burn, yeah, and then every, yeah, yeah. But like, so this entire podcast, and we've been talking about my experiences versus yours. Has, it's not the entire podcast. Been, There's been, a lot of material like, on this. Like at the end of it, the end of the podcast has been this. Has been mostly for me to kind of convince myself that the hardships that I have passed through aren't that bad. No, they're just oh, there's, common. There's worse to come. Yeah, I can tell you that. And that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> Fuck it. Who cares? Because it's, it's like, inevitable, though. Yeah. Because it's what really makes you kind of ask yourself: Is this? Are you made for this? Like, and do that, you want to keep going? And like, that is what what separates the weak from the chaff. Why would you want to be? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but yeah, that's literally what it, what it does. Yeah, it either makes or breaks you, and it really shows you. You have to have that conversation with yourself in the mirror: Is like, is this what I really want to do? Mm-hmm. And if you chose, if you choose, think about what Bobby Lee sees in the mirror when he wakes up every morning. Yeah, shame, Great success, yeah. <laughs> shame, and then success. Yeah, yeah, shame from success from shame. Dude, it's all of the above. It's just, dude, we all we all see it. But anyway, I th- I think on that note, we've done we, we've done we like did very well. We've done over three hours. We did, oh shit, shit, six p.m. already. Dude, I'm telling you, this stuff oh, holy legit fuck. conversations. We, we had fun. We had yeah. fun. Conversations is what it's all about. I want to thank uh, our buddy Omar for coming in and joining yeah. us. Yeah, filling in for Diego, Diego since he has a job. I can't wait to booze it up on one of these. Dude, I know. Eventually, we're we're trying to do it as a weekly thing. I'm, mean, you know what? I'm sticking to that. Sunday, it's, it's, it's a Sunday podcast. thing. It's a Sunday morning drinkers Sunday podcast. Morning drinkers. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, I hope uh, Diego isn't working next weekend so we get him back in here. And even if he is, we'll do it you and I or yeah. finding another another yeah. person to maybe can have Econom. That's if he yeah. If it, he has he, time. Yeah. Well he's you know, he's do, he's he's busy doing things, but uh yeah. But I would love to see some YouTube videos with Econom and you know dude we're, we're gonna get silly with it especially as soon as as soon as i start drinking in this oh, oh yeah. my god dude. so when you, february what? february 10th is my birthday so anytime 33? after that 33 33 yeah i'm getting old getting up there i got the grays coming in on the side i can do i'll, I'll wait i'll wait till the 10th with you you know what's yeah. funny you law has been saying that she's been noticing blonde hairs not white in you that happens or too. like red red 
red. I got red all in my beard. Yeah, yeah. and my net sack. Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, th- by the way, we're still rolling. Just cut. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, we'll see you next. See you next time. We're gonna cut. We're gonna talk about his balls on off air. Peace. <laughs>